Yo, opening night in, in the NHL. Let's go. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Get those notifications turned on. We got live reactions of the Penguins and the Lightning. Let's go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Hockey Happy Hour right here on A2DRadio.com. I am Matt Sutsuti, along with the Darkwing Brian Daly. Let's go opening night, baby. Let's do this. And the broken one, Rob Povia. Yo, this show's coming in hotter than John Gruden's emails. Ooh, damn. <laughs> Ooh, damn. I love it. And today on the Hockey Happy Hour, we are, of course, going to react to the live action here for opening night. We have two games that are going on this evening. The first one here is the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending Stanley Cup champions, who are, of course, back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champions, facing off with the team that most recently did it before them. So there you go. And uh, no strangers to each other because they actually met each other a few times during Pittsburgh's runs to those Stanley Cups in the Eastern Conference Finals, as a matter of fact. So, gentlemen, Brian, I do believe you had a question to ask to the audience if the game was still scoreless when it began. Who's chiming in? Let's go. Let's get those comments rolling in. We're talking live reactions on opening night here. This is awesome. Glad hockey's back. Question for you guys. All right, we're about 9 minutes and 30 seconds into the first period or left in the first period, I should say. We got a nothing-nothing game. Who gets the first goal of the year? Who gets it? Let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's put it in the chat. Let's go. Absolutely. I like that prop. I like that prop. Who's got that prop? <laughs> Who's, got that first, who's right. getting that first goal? And before we dive into the poll question real quick, we are brought to you by Body Check Wellness, created by Riley Cote. And no, we do not have our first goal. Good opportunity, though, for the Penguins there. Um, Body Check Wellness, a line of products using hemp, but also using THC-free products. So in case you're a little uncomfortable with that, but you can ease yourself into it. And it's gummies, ointments, edibles, and they always have new products coming out. These are good for clarity, focus, dieting, basically making sure you just get yourself into, you know, into shape or get yourself, you know, get yourself in gear and get those priorities straight and, you know, have those set of goals taken care of. And that's what these products really do for you. So definitely check them out. They're absolutely worth it. Okay, gents. Oh, so now that we've gone through our Simone. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that opportunity. I missed right it. I just saw the replay. Yeah. That's awesome. Great so opportunity. The question for everyone here. Sidney Crosby will be a major contributor to the Penguins this year. Agree or disagree? Now, the reason for this poll question is because Crosby has been battling injuries over the last couple of seasons, and unfortunately, it has affected his production on the ice. It's also affected his time on the ice. 
So the question is, do you think that he will rebound this year to either be the Crosby of old, which I hope not, or will he rebound and be a very strong captain, but not necessarily like his old self? What are you guys feeling? Agree or disagree on this? Uh, I agree to the poll. I think he's going to be a major contributor again. He's finally going to be healthy. He's got his both of his wrists finally back in shape. He's going to miss the first couple of games probably. Um, they're saying that he's probably going to miss the road trip, but once they get back to Pittsburgh, he could be back on the ice. I think he gets back to where, where he was. I think he was being held up because of those injuries and not getting him fixed, uh, especially the last few years. You saw his his production. I don't want to necessarily say decline, but his numbers weren't Sidney Crosby numbers. So now he had surgery. Everything's fixed. Um, everything from what I hear is going good with him. So I think we see Sidney Crosby back to Sidney Crosby. Happy opening night, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Jake Friel. Robbie, what are you feeling on the uh, on this question? I mean, Crosby's always going to be a major contributor to the Pittsburgh Penguins to the day he hangs it up. Um, yeah, that's just the style of game he plays. I mean, yeah, are the skills depreciating with age? Is injury becoming more paramount in his career? Sure. Father time is undefeated. And, I mean, but you can see – comparison to say Tom Brady in the NFL, right? And especially with hockey where you've had a history of aging guys stay at an elite level a lot longer in their career. I think Crosby is one of those. He, we've identified him as a generational player and he's going to be the cornerstone of what the Pittsburgh Penguins do this year, whether they go make the playoffs or even go far in the playoffs, will rest on his shoulders. So, I got to agree with the poll. He's going to be a major contributor for those factors alone. I mean, think about it. The other thing that they're missing, they're missing Malkin for a while. So he's going to need to be a main main uh, stepping stone in this in this sure. season if Pittsburgh even wants any chance of competing for a playoff spot. So he's going to have to step it up to the next level. They went out and made some good moves, the Pittsburgh Penguins did. I like, I like the Danton Heinen move. He's still a relatively young player, but he's going to jump. He's going to jump up and uh, – Playing first-line minutes right now, so that's going to be a huge advantage for Pittsburgh. It's going to be a huge advantage for him, especially when Crosby comes back. So, you know, I, I, I like where Pittsburgh's at. They need to really step up in certain places. And, Rob, I said this off the air, Kasperi Kapanen has a big year this year. I feel it in my bones. So let's go. Oh, some uh, Zucker looks like he's going down the tunnel. Who that? That's a – that's an astute observation. Uh, Jason Zucker, you said there, Maddie? Yeah, Jason Zucker was going down the tunnel. I didn't yeah. see what happened. So, I mean, it could be a maintenance issue. So, let's see if something oh, no. else pops up here. It looked like he was being helped. But then again, that could be because his skate, is his blade's missing or what have you. But still, yeah. No. They're get oh Carter missed oh, it. Oh, 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 wow, the pens are really trying to get this one. I mean, the pens, wow. I will say, have been controlling a good amount of the offense in this first period. The lightning have had some jump. chances, but the pens have been coming at them pretty hard. Yeah, there's a couple good chances by Tampa. I mean, Pittsburgh, I think, owns chances right now. Um, they they've had some better opportunities. Uh I mean, the one one opportunity with Andre Plot is really when it really comes to mind for Tampa Bay. But I mean, Jeff Carter had a huge opportunity there in the slot. He's got to you got to get that on net. Yeah, doesn't matter if the goalie makes a save. You got to get it on net. Yeah, 
We got Roska chiming in. What's up, Roska? Saying Steven Stamkos gets the first goal of the year. That's not a bad choice to throw out there yeah. for the first goal. Yeah. Let's go, guys. Um, so let us let's like hear that. it. Who do you got scoring the first goal? I see yeah. Sleeping Angels under there. I see Johnny in the chat. Let's go. Who's who you got scoring the first goal of the year? We're still at uh, nothing, nothing. And we got Rob Brinkman saying my goalies on fantasy are head to head right now. <laughs> there you go. It always, it, you know, it unintentionally can work out like that. Um, it guarantees you a win, but it keeps your overall ceiling of your team a little bit down. But how often does that happen, really, in uh, in hockey, where where you know, I mean, you're facing your division pretty regularly, so that's why you got to really like stagger your goalie picks. You know what I mean? Like I usually like to try to do it by conference if I can. Hmm. And we got Sleeping Angels saying, "What's up, everyone? What's up, Sleeping Angels? Sleeping Angels, what's going on?" And John chiming in. Brian, you're my boy. Good call with it being yoga pants season. Hashtag swing car. Game on. Swing. <laughs> and uh, I was actually just watching Wayne's word earlier. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you see that little logo on the side of John's name, that means he is an A2D member, which is not a bad thing to get yourself wrapped up in. A2D memberships are $9.99 a month, but they get a lot of nice perks to it. For one, you get appearances on shows. We've had Prism on here twice. And then on top of that as well, you get members-only streams, shout-outs, and weekly sports picks from the Money Pot Podcast and Willie Vegas. Those are the kind of guys that you want to listen to because they know their shit. And really, to be honest with you, they'll be making you so much money, you'll be getting paid for being a member. Yeah, Willie Vegas and, and uh, Money Moss, man, they, uh, they're <laughs> – they're winning guys money every week. Uh, a lot of the guys in the in the uh, A2D, you know, we're we're members too, and we're reaping the benefits of it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not because I'm not up in the area, and sports betting down here is illegal. But you know that is what it is. But hmm. you know, these guys are winning money, so you're 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 going to get more than than your fair share back for being a member, paying your your nine ninety nine a month just because of Nate and and Willie. <laughs> All you have to do is get yourself. You gotta get yourself an out-of-state VPN, man. Uh, I got your back. I got your back. I'll hook you up, my dude. (laughs) There you go. And uh, Pittsburgh rushing, but that got it broken up there by Tampa. John saying Braden Point is his pick for the guy getting the first goal of the season. Braden Point, I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Guam. Who's uh? Who's that, that, that uh, Philly personality that's supposed to be walking to Cali and uh, rowing a paddle boat to Guam? Mm. <laughs> and then she got a little butt hurt, and then you know everybody's going after her now, <laughs> including some of the players, <laughs> Fletcher Cox specifically. Oh boy, welcome the sleeping giant. You can't sit there and be, uh, you know, in, in the sports field, make a comment like that or post like that on Twitter and not expect backlash when it does happen. Yeah, that is true. Just saying. I mean, let's, let's be honest. The Twitter is the invention of Satan himself. So <laughs> That's right, Johnny. It was Natalie. And then uh, Sleeping, Je- Sleeping Angel saying, hi, Rob. Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, man? What I always like to – Welcome the new names and new faces, man. Join us here at the happy hour. If you got one to pop off right now, I don't happen to have any beers on me right now, unfortunately, but usually we're drinking it up. My man's got you covered right down there. There oh, you go. Do you know what? Hold on. Welcome, I'll be right angels. back. I got something. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, uh. 
Uh, oh no, now I'm worried. Maddie's got something. I came set. I came prepared. <laughs> you know, something tells me the first goal of this game will be like an eye or the season, I should say, will be like an oddball, like an Evan Rodriguez, say for Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like some, mm-hmm. somebody you'd be suspect, something like that, you know, on the lightning side, maybe even like, well, not that you would not suspect this guy to, to, to post up a goal, but he could potentially in his new digs in Tampa, Pat Maroon. So, there we so go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the contrarian oh, man. there. Yes. There we go. Got me yes. some Japanese uh, Karen Ishiban beer right here. So you totally would, you nerd. <laughs> hey, listen, it was at my friend's wedding. I didn't want to be rude. Mine as well, good. right? It's all good. Just breaking balls. <laughs> uh, so if we're gonna go down that route, Rob, because it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty interesting point you brought up. We're going to go like that under-the-radar type of player. Cheers, Johnny. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. You said new digs. I could see I could see Corey Perry, possibly for the Lightning. Uh, maybe find some of that scoring touch again, playing, playing on a team like that. Scoring um, Maybe Cernak, maybe for Tampa Bay. Cernak is another guy who could be a, a sneaky pick. And then for Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's a little tougher. I could go Danton Heinen and go like the uh, you know fanboy home home move, homer move, and and take the former duck. But I'm going to say Brian Rust for Pittsburgh. I say Pittsburgh, for Pittsburgh, it's going to be Brian Rust. He's he's been always been that guy that's kind of jumped under the radar for a lot of people and then just yep. came out of nowhere. I know he's better with Crosby, but he still has some good scoring ability. Sure. Sure. No, I like that pick. What's up, Chucks? See Ted in the chat as well. What's going on, Ted? I love the passing though in this game. The passing has been crisp on both ends. And that's what kind of makes me think that Tampa will be the first one to pot a goal because there's been a couple, you know, uh, like, you know, like dot to dot passes there that you even said it before we were going on a little quick, you know, defender stick getting in the way, breaking it up for, you know, otherwise would have been a for sure uh, goal there. I, you know, eventually if you keep on allowing those type of passes to go through, though they will result in a goal. And right now Pittsburgh's up 11 to six in shots. Oh yeah, for sure. But the, like, like you said, like the transitions have been fairly smooth for the most part. Um, big hit there on uh, Ross Colton. Uh, it's you know you're fa- you're getting fairly easy entry into each zone, uh, but it's once once you're getting in there, you know, especially for Pittsburgh, you know they're given opportunities, uh, whether it's a two on one, three on one. Um, I know Tampa Bay had a couple of really nice opportunities because of some crisp passing. And even Corey Perry right there just almost had a pretty good opportunity there in the low slot. So it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's up in the air. Like, I, I love it. Like both of these teams are grinding. They're grinding early. Yeah. It almost made you uh, a soothsayer there. You're about to get that one right with your old friend there, Corey Perry. Oh, I was hoping. I was hoping. I was hoping. What's up, Prez? Chris, what's going on, my man? Chucks was saying bring back Gary Thorne. I am all for that. Yep. And I agree and with Ted. 
the real season doesn't start until Friday. That's right. <laughs> God bless you. My season starts tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. Well, who wait, who are you guys uh opening your season up against? We open against Dallas Stars, right? No. No, I don't Dallas think it was. Stars? I'm blanking on it. I saw it earlier. Give me a second. Winnipeg. Oh, oh Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Oh, that's weird. The Sharks open up with Winnipeg. Oh, they're just all over California, I guess, to start off their season. <laughs> that's interesting. Let's see. And Sleeping Angels was saying sweet to uh, comment earlier. So, looks like we got a penalty, I think. Do we? They had the penalty box door open. No, no. no. They're, they're live okay. play. Live play. All right, then. So they were, uh, I guess, talking to somebody about the clock or whatever. Anyway, so let's see. Prism saying, sorry I'm late. I got a five-minute major for high stick and a lady who was willing to settle up. Okay. <laughs> you would have been late if you weren't blowing up my damn DMs and Twitter today. God damn. Wait for the show to start. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not the best uh... – influence on him dude nah 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 it's all good i love the conversation i jump in when i jump in and i snooze when i need to snooze that's all that's all that's all you gotta do i do the same thing i do the same thing i disappear for days at a time and then i chime back in <laughs> the prism was uh john was saying prism you were done after two minutes of being in her box Ooh. Ooh. you see now you're being generous giving him two minutes <laughs> And get, see, he give said the best of luck. Forty-five seconds. Yeah, if he's lucky. Ah, <laughs> uh, same to you, Pris. Same to you, my friend. Let's go, boys. It's opening night. I love it. I love Chris it. Chris chiming in. What's up, boys? Can't wait till Friday. Me neither, man. Flyers up against Vancouver. First game of the regular season. Still scoreless, too. At the end of pretty much getting to the end of the first period here, so thirty-one. I got a thirty-one point four on the clock. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I think we got it synchronized here. I think. Chris, I what's know. going on, man? Why haven't you become a member yet? What were you gonna say, Rob? Oh, I got something special for the first intermission. It's a little DFS oriented, but. It's still pretty cool. This one dude posted this up on Twitter. We've actually had him on the show before, Ryan Clifford, uh, writer for Elite Fantasy um, for their NHL DFS. But it was really cool. Too cool not to share on hockey's opening night. So we'll get to that in the first intermission. Oh, that'd be cool. I can't wait to to get into that. Prison's response to John, her box had room for all of us. Two minutes was long enough to know it wasn't a penalty I was looking for. (laughs) Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That's uh, that response. That's uh, oof, oof, get a little hot and bothered. Just oh, oh my. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, Trinac had a good shot, but uh, Jari had made the save there. And guys, yeah, let yeah. me ask you a question: What do you think about the goaltending situation in Pittsburgh? Are do you think that that will ultimately be an albatross for them going into the season, or do you think that? Tristan Jari will round out and it won't be as big of a deal. Um, or do you think Casey DeSmith has a shot? You know, what how do you feel about Pittsburgh's goaltending situation? Go ahead, Rob. 
you know, Jari has shown flashes to be that elite, you know, number one go- uh, goalie for a team. And then there's other times where he's looked like dog shit. Um, really, tonight so far, I'm seeing him getting square to the shooters like we just saw there, taking that one in the breadbasket. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with, I think this is the year that Jari puts it together a little bit, just to speak, um, you know, impartially there. Uh, DeSmith, he, he's just, he, to me, I don't think he has starter material. He's a quality backup, but Jari's the guy, and I think he's going to have a pretty outstanding season for the fans. Yeah, uh, I, I'm i not sold on him. I think they're going to be their, their uh, Achilles heel. As it were for the for the season, I, I think it's their their playoff chances are going to ride and die with with the goaltending. I know their I know their defense is going to be fine once Crosby comes back. The offense will be fine. Um, I thought they put, they handled Tampa Bay really really well here in the first period, and, and that even goes for uh, Tristan Jari. So strong first twenty minutes. They're going to have to continue to build off of that, and I think if they can. I think it works out better for Jari moving down, moving forward. Um, to Rob's point, he does look elite at, at times. He looks really, really good, and then he just looks bad at other times. Um, if he can find that consistency and you know square up the shooters a little bit better, hug the post a little bit more, um, not give so much on the uh, uh, on the uh, dropping into the butterfly, I think he could be fine. I think that he could definitely get this team to the playoffs. I think it's going to be a matter of you know, can can Casey DeSmith step in and, and be just as good? Again, it's going to be all about consistency moving forward for Pittsburgh, especially in the net. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to the how the defense is playing in front of him too because his defense let him down much like the Flyers' defense let, you know, Carter Hart down. So, uh, you know, they were banged up a lot. They were hurt a lot last year, the uh, Penguins' defense. So, Coming in healthier, you know, if they're able to keep that depth in front of them and and really make it uh, uh, problematic on the opposing team's offenses, that'll certainly be a feather in his cap. Yeah, I saw. I I saw before. Is it true that their intermission is Messier, Chelios, and Melrose? Yes, it is. Because they were game and post game as well. Kill me now. Ugh. I'm yeah, okay that, with Messier and Chelios. It's Melrose ugh. that I have the issue with. On the plus Mel- side, it is Steve Levy too. So, okay. Still, I kind of okay. would have rather him in the booth, but it is what it is. And then let's see. Frank saying Kraken face off in 90 minutes. What are your honest spe- expectations for them? Well, for tonight, I would expect them to have a, a solid game. I mean, they're going to have it tough because Vegas is not a fun team to go up against at any time, no matter where you're playing. But I think they'll have a solid game. I don't think they'll, you know, be terrible or anything. I think that their season-wise, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the best season, their their best outcome for them is a wild card. Anything other than that, they're missing the playoffs. I, I just, that's my personal take on them. I don't think they'll take the world by storm like Vegas did uh, a couple of seasons back. So, Kind of fitting that they're facing off against each other in their first game, right? I very think it's fitting. fitting. I yeah, think it's very, fitting. Very fitting. What's up, Benny? Mo, what's Benny's, going on? Oh, Benny's Jesus, Mo. Why don't you tell us how you really feel? 
And Damn. I disagree. Sorry. We'll never support a crybaby bitch who somehow has managed to make a career out of playing hockey. Is known as a whiner slash crybaby diver pathetic fighter bitch. Credit to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and then Benny's saying that I'm sporting a Jonathan Davis look today. I guess I am. The only thing yeah, that's right. missing is the <laughs> Oh, you know what? Chris brings up a great point because, you know, Arthur Zarabe was – Yeah. He was good. Like He was he never was. anything great, but he was good. He was yeah, good I mean, enough. He was a starter for how many years? For about like six, seven seasons. I mean, he played a decent period with the Sharks, and then he played for a little while with the Hurricanes, and he got the Hurricanes to their first ever Stanley Cup Finals. So, right. So, I mean, Tristan Jari could do the same thing. It's just going to be I a matter of being consistent on the ice when he's starting. And to Rob's point earlier, because he brought up a great point, it's all going to be about how is the defense playing in front? Because they've been kind of sketchy as well. I think one of the biggest things is, and I'm not touching this comment only because I don't. Um, uh, yeah, I just wanted so, to throw Brian off his game, and um, I accomplished that feat. <laughs> you act like it's hard. <laughs> Kevin Latang staying healthy is going to be a huge point. Brian Dumoulin staying healthy is going to be another big. Uh, it's going to be another huge, huge aspect to this. This team staying healthy and and. Marcus Pedersen, I thought has been, uh, you know, I thought he was a really good defenseman with Anaheim. I, I think he's gotten a little bit better. Made a couple really good plays there in that first period to really shut down a couple major scoring opportunities for Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Prism's also saying uh, he made to All-Stars in 94 and 99 as well. That is true. He did do that as well. <laughs> Could be hey, Tristan Jari, I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey, John was talking about the guy who dyed his beer, calling him the blue meanie beard guy. <laughs> That's funny. That's All funny. right, guys, we got, we got a lot of guys here in the chat. We got the chat blowing up. I know uh, Johnny gave his. Boys, Benny, Chris, Priz, nothing, nothing. We're going into the second period. Who you got scoring the first, first goal of the year? And while everybody contemplates right now, that. Shots on goal. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. I was going to actually segue over to you with <laughs> what you were going to say for the first intermission with the DFS and everything. So, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Take it away. Yeah, I'll <laughs> get into that. I'll get into that. I was just going to say the shots on goal, 14-7, to 7, you know, doubling up in favor of, of Pittsburgh, kind of screams of Penguins' goal to speed this off. But, you know, just wanted to, you know, give them a little background there before they make their pick. Kill Lauren, gotcha. I like that. Gotcha. But, yeah, man, uh, like I said, Ryan Clifford out on Twitter put this out uh, late, late last night, being the night before hockey. And, you know, for us hockey, for us puckheads, it's like Christmas Eve waiting for Santa to come down the chimney. So he put out this little poem. I'm going to read it to you all. It was the night before hockey and all through the rink. The Zamboni, the Zamboni was stirring. Ice was made in a blink. The jerseys were hung in the lockers with care in hopes that the teams would soon be in there. DFS fans were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of spinorama winds danced in their heads. Settled in bed with my iPad and phone, building some lineups with players low-owned. Looking for forwards that skate lively and quick, then picking my goalie with a swipe and a click. Need a defenseman that skate on the top power play and a couple cheap punts, then we'll call it a day. 
<laughs> on o- <laughs> on Ovi, McKinnon, McDavid, and Hall. There'll be goals, assists, shot bonuses for all. Go Yossi, Latang, Hedman, Makar. Block all those shots and bring some off the bar. The goalies will treat us to save after save, giving us all those three-point bonuses we crave. Lanier, Sorokin, Shosturkin, and Knight. Select the best one and and bank in or oh and bank you just might. We'll root for our teams. Never stop tilting on Twitter, hoping our bankroll isn't flushed down the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got to worry about that. That's right. JPP wins will make everything better, especially when they're sealed by a long empty netter. Time to spring to DK. Tomorrow is the first whistle. Let's shoot up the leaderboards like a nuclear missile. Now hear me exclaim as I turn off the light. Happy hockey to all and to all a good night. Yeah, I got chills. That's I gave you chills. Like I'm not even kidding. That was beautiful. Bring tear to your eye, damn it. I teared up a little. I had I had to share that. I mean, even though it's a little, you know, we've already dropped the first puck at this point, but uh, but that was just too fitting not to read on the show. No, Again, absolutely. Um, let me let me see here. Let me. I want to give him credit, proper credit here. Um, his Twitter handle, if you choose to follow him. Oh, it's pretty simple. At Ryan Clifford on Twitter. Um, good hockey guy to follow. Uh, knows his shit and obviously dropping links for a DFS play. So check him out at Ryan Clifford. Yeah, there you go, Brinks. You can uh, use him for your DFS hockey, fantasy hockey stuff. For those yeah. of you that do play fantasy hockey, more power to you. Tried to do it a couple times. Rob knows. I was in a league with him. Couldn't keep up. Too much going on. Too much going on. And that and I finished in last place. So I was just like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> If Prism was saying to Ted, uh, chill on throwing Satan's name around so loosely, you'll actually summon him. Obviously talking about one Braden Point. <laughs> I wonder why uh, Prism would consider Braden Point Satan. Could it be that Point scored goals and such on one of his favorite teams in the Stanley Cup finals? Nah, nah, that can't be it at all. That That's probably not it. It's just the fact that he's just flat out stupid good. <laughs> well, I wonder if uh, Don Don there is excited about uh, Lucas Raymond not only making the team but set this uh, to uh, start on the top line with uh, Dylan Larkin. That should be nice. I would be I would be excited. We'll have to, we got to wait for him to enter the chat. Unfortunately, he's not here yet. Somebody go get Don Don. Get him in here. Somebody wake him up. I will <laughs> say this, though. I'm a little surprised by uh, a couple things. That happened over the last couple of days. Uh, the Bobby Ryan release uh, being number one overall. Hmm. I would love to see this guy get another opportunity to win a Stanley Cup. He's battled hard in his life, uh, on and off the ice. Former 30 goal scorer. I thought he played really well in Detroit last year until he got hurt. Um, just kind of one of those situations where it just shit happens and. You know, I expect them to come back and rebound and have another good year for Detroit. They release them. What's next for Bobby Ryan? Mm, that is a good question. I hear Detroit – or not Detroit. I hear uh, Vancouver and San Jose are interested in bringing him in. Oh, so why Why is San Jose interested in bringing in Bobby Ryan? Why? 
Anyway. Why not? They're not going to compete. It's just pointless for them to even go and get him anyway. I'm just... That's just my personal take on it. I mean, I can understand Vancouver, because Vancouver has a shot of kind of reestablishing themselves in the Pacific Division. So I could understand why they might want to get some depth. So I can I can understand that side of it. Well, plus you're not gonna have, they're not gonna have Evander Kane. I think Evander Kane's contract is uh is something. I I just read something earlier. I'll have to try and find it. Uh, yeah, I more. mean, honestly, I, I'm pretty sure his time with the Sharks is over. But at the same time, too, again, I'm just I'm not really into the idea of the Sharks trying to compete. And I think that would do more damage than good. I think it's a good fuck it. Build the team back up. The team is not in shape to compete, even in a weak Pacific division. I, I will say this, though. Bringing in a guy like Bobby Ryan is, is good veteran leadership, a guy who's been around, a guy who has the experience. Good good vet to bring in to, to have around the young guys. I mean, we saw got what good it did in Anaheim. We saw what good it did in Detroit for a little while. Um you know, having a guy with the experience that he has. What's up, John? Um, it's you know, it kind of it, it, it that's kind of priceless. You know what I mean? That takes your your younger guys, especially from a guy who's a former thirty goal scorer. I think he hit forty at one point in his career as well. No, yeah, he, he those younger guys, those young scorers. You know, to take the next step. So that's 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 the importance of bringing in a guy like a Bobby Ryan uh, Vancouver I think would be a good landing spot for him too for that same that same reason and it's an opportunity for him to compete for, for uh, with the playoff team because we know San Jose's probably not gonna yeah and, and that's why I was thinking like that would make sense for for if I was Bobby Ryan I would go with Vancouver out of the two choices because it's oh, like yeah you want to go after the cup right so it's like all right I'll go try with Vancouver because young team with a lot of talent and currently very much capable of having a rebound year from an off year last year. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rob, what are your thoughts on this question here from Johnny? Uh, not necessarily from Johnny, but yeah, that works. I was actually more concerned about Bobby Ryan at the moment, but yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, real quick with Bobby Ryan, I think Vancouver would be a great landing spot for him. Uh, basically, I, yeah, I'd like to see him get an opportunity to, uh, you know, make a, a solid effort for the cup, possibly even Calgary too. I'd love him to come to Philadelphia, you know, a homecoming or what have you. Uh, I don't think that's in the cards um, because they recently just signed uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Vegas put him on waivers, Patrick Brown, and uh, oh, yeah. and who played with uh, Kevin Hayes and Cam Atkinson at. Uh, Boston College, so that's going to be really good for team chemistry there, building up on it. But basically, this guy who really, you know, we were—I was kind of expecting Wilson to take that spot that uh, was left by Morgan Frost being demoted to uh, to the Phantoms or not making the big club right out the gate uh, to kind of like add towards that toughness. You know, what I mean, a little guy that can throw, you know, drop the gloves and throw them. Uh, but I like this. I like this this pickup here. Uh, basically, it's going to be a nice, um, a nice fit with this team. I think uh, Patrick Brown, a low-level guy, not paying a lot of money for, obviously, um, picking him up off waivers. And John, to direct, I wanted to leave your answer uh, for last year. I actually like the move. Uh, Morgan was not playing well, and I don't think it was a reflection of talent. It was obviously him coming back from that shoulder injury. hadn't played a lot of hockey in the past year, year and change. So I think he needed a little bit more time. 
you need to throw him back in the oven a little bit until that turkey thermometer pop. And right away in his first game, uh, you know, with uh, uh, with the Phantoms, I believe he had a goal and two assists, I believe, for three points. So already it's paying dividends just him getting his game together. It won't be long until he's back up here. He just needed a little more time to simmer. And I think ultimately, like, when they released the um, uh, the opening night rosters, what was interesting was Kevin Hayes was not on injured reserve. He's on the active squad and will obviously be a healthy scratch. But to me, that tells me that Hazy's not too far off, not as far mm. off as the original diagnosis was. Matter of fact, I think, didn't we just see him skating at the skate zone, Brian? Uh, up on Twitter, I think we were talking about that the other day. Possibly. Um, honestly, I don't remember. My memory is terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know they weren't, they were expecting him by like October 10th or something like that to be back on the ice. So that's kind of fitting that time frame. Oh, okay. Uh, being the 12th. So whether or not he's in game shape or right, even close, you know, it all depends on how close he's to game shape. So right. it's a possibility that he finds the ice in a week. It'd be a possibility he finds the ice in two weeks. But um, but yeah, I believe I believe they're they're actually right where they want to be as far as time frame goes to getting Kevin Hayes back on the ice. Yeah. Do you guys? What do you, Maddie? What do you feel about Morgan Frost going down to the Phantoms and not starting with the big club? I mean, if it's the situation that you were talking about where his injury was pretty much hampering him, which to be fair, I could see because he didn't really stand out in the uh, preseason games at all, and that's not a good thing for a guy who has some NHL experience and. Doesn't he's just kind of there and he's not really doing anything? I can understand, like, okay, let's let's send him down to the Phantoms, let's let him get some more time in and let him recover properly from his shoulder injury and get himself back into the game properly without rushing him into the NHL and throwing his ass into the fire and say, okay, hopefully you don't get burnt. You know, it's sometimes you see teams do that with younger players and they don't recover very well as they should. So I'm fine with it as long as it's a sign of, okay, they just need to do it for conditioning, if anything else, or for recovery reasons, if anything else, not for talent reasons, then that's a good thing. That's that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I would have been more concerned if they were sending him down and he had been healthy the last year and not recovering from an injury. And it's like, oh, uh, what? He got sent down and he isn't hurt? That's not a good sign. Like, that would be a little bit more concerning. But yeah, I'm fine with where it's at right now. No, for sure. It's a, it's a, it's to rebuild his confidence. Um, to both your points, he's spent a long time not playing hockey, so yeah, it's he's not going to be down there long. He's going to be, uh, he's going to be fine. He'll be back up in no time. I, I'm not too worried about it. Neither should anybody else. Yeah. To Rob's point, he's already has a goal and two assists. So yeah, check farm. <laughs> Ray Ferraro, baby, chicken part. You know what? I didn't like when hockey got or ESPN got hockey back. Now I kind of love it now. <laughs> so, oh, is Ray Ferraro's, oh. so, so is Ray Ferraro's nickname uh, Chicken oh, Parm? Yeah, his nickname's Chicken Parm because you eat a chicken parm before every game. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I just reacted really hard to a uh, replay. replay? It was a replay. <laughs> I was like, oh, already? That's what opening night's all about. Replays. What's going on, Pete? Brother. How's What's going, up, Pete? Man? And he's saying, uh, agree to the poll. Prism saying, grab jacket. 
There's Carl a goal. We got damn it, Don Don always late. <laughs> Jeff Carter. Oh, Jeff Carter man. first Jeff of the year. Carter scores. Oh, I got that one. The former Philadelphia Flyer now turned Pittsburgh Penguin. No. 43, brother. Dan Heinen. Oh, okay. Well, that was another came name out I pointed out. Heinen gets the first goal of the season. Oh, wow. Carter set him up. Okay. So there it is. Wide open net. Vasilevsky's out of position. Vasilevsky tried to play it up the boards. Jeff Carter got in the way, knocks it down. Danton Heinen, wide open net. Easy yep. shot. Yeah. Well, uh, I see what you saw. You saw him banking it off the goaltender from the corner boards, and then, nah, yeah, 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 he passed it out front. Still a bad turnover there. I mean, which is kind of odd. Uh, Bazzi's been great with the stick handling, not so much there. Yeah, I mean, I think Jeff Carter was just in the right place at the right time. I think he did what he wanted to do. Yeah, just that's With Jeff Carter being there and actually getting to be able to knock the puck down and having Danton Heinen in, in position right there is what it is. And Ted said, you guys called it dirty pens. <laughs> Not Hyman, Heinen, Heinen, Danton Heinen. Dirty um, pens. Zach yeah. Hyman, is, uh, he's in Edmonton now. Let's see here. But, yeah, but yeah, um, Carter got the assist on that. Heinen, H-E-I-N-E-N, I believe, or it's A-N, E-N or A-N, but did. Danton Heinen. So let's see if that wakes up Tampa because they have been on their heels a few times with Pittsburgh here. The Penguins have been, like I, like I was saying in the first period, they had a good chance, had a, actually a lot of good chances. And Tampa had a few, but it seemed like Pittsburgh was getting the lion's share of it at the end of the day. So now let's see what happens with Tampa's reaction here after getting scored on first. Well, Pens are keeping yep. them penned in. They excuse the excuse the pun because they got they got the jump right now. They got the jump big time from that goal. Oh yeah, I mean they I, they pretty much had the jump from the start. I, I always felt, but you know, a couple of really good opportunities for Tampa Bay early. The last thing that this team wanted is to uh, be chasing the Pittsburgh Penguins because you know they got. Pretty much an entire healthy roster versus Pittsburgh, where they're missing their two stars. Um, so this is a game that you want to take advantage of. But if you're Pittsburgh, now you have a lead. Now you got to do everything you can to retain it. Go get another. Go get another. Um, you definitely want to try and extend this lead as much as you can. Keep as much pressure on Tampa Bay. Keep them. Keep them on the back track. Um, the Pens are. Doing that's how really you're going to be. They're doing a good, great job of it right now. It's been great offensive possession early on. We're almost, what, three minutes in? And yeah. I don't think Tampa Bay has a puck outside of their zone yet. Oh! Great yeah. pressure. Great pressure by Pittsburgh here. Oh, wow. Dumoulin should have shot that. Yeah, that was a big chance. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay, so now Tampa finally got the puck out of their zone. Hopefully they can get some fresh legs on the ice. But they got the long change because it's the second period. That's always harder to do. Did try to set up play, though. Yeah, now they're offside, so they're going to have to move. Yeah. No, that's that's true. Oh, come yeah. on. Come There's on, Dan. That, it wasn't a boring first period. I thought that was a great first period. There were some really good chances there going forward. I mean, was it just boring because there was no goal scored? I thought it was a great defensive first period. 
Well, I mean, to be fair, back when ESPN had hockey, there was a lot more fighting. So maybe Tampa and Pittsburgh need to drop the gloves a couple of times. And then that way we're back to where it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we're back. You can't beat that. I mean, that action. I mean, I think it was going back and forth a little bit there. But, I mean, to each your own. And, and obviously that's – a big problem that the sport of hockey, even the sport of soccer deals with is that if there's no goal scoring going on, a lot of people find it boring. So, I mean, I relate to the, to the statement, even though you got to get into the nuances of the game, Dan, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of like, it, you know, I don't want to equate it to a pitcher's duel in, in, in baseball because I think there was a little bit more action than that. Uh, but I always like good solid forechecking and getting those crisp passes out in front. You know, when you're able, you're able to do that, even if you're not potting those goals, that's exciting to me. No, absolutely. I mean, I I love I I love how you can you know have a game with so many chances and, and goaltenders coming up big. And, that, and again, that's what we saw in the first period. We saw some big saves from um, goaltenders. We had uh, Andre Vasilevsky, who's hands down the best goaltender in in hockey. You know, he made a huge save on Simon on a breakaway and you know, we saw some big saves from Tristan Jari one specifically on, on Braden point and Andre Palat, who both were pretty open in the slot. had a huge opportunity there, but chance and and that's goal number two. And that was Boyle. All right. Just signed. I believe he just signed his contract today too. He signed his PTO. Yeah. So there you go. Money worth spend, right? Yeah, no, Dan, Danny. Boyle yeah, no, absolutely. In, or wait, sorry, was that Brian or Danny? It's Danny, right? No, that's Brian. Danny retired. It's Brian Boyle. That's right. I, oh, god damn it! I hate it when players have the same last name and they spelled it the exact <laughs> same way too. Well, but, brothers, uh, they should spell it the same. Five hole. <laughs> Good point. But yeah, Brian. Uh, Brian Boyle first goal with the Penguins off of his PTO officially no longer in his. Uh, well, now his contract with the Penguins. So, boy, Tampa, uh, Tampa is not doing so well tonight, are they? <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I'll have to. I want to see if they show the replay one more time because I want to see if he even saw the shot because he reacted real slow to that that uh, shot, and that's something that Vazzy usually has. He's he's got one of the best five holes in the game, and it's it's interesting to see him just give up one like that, especially to a guy like oh, Brian oh, Boyle. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Tampa almost got there first, which would have been a massive shot in the arm, but Jari made a good save. No, you're absolutely right, Dan. Chances don't always mean goals, but you know, it's they're they're scoring chances for they're called chances for a reason. They 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 can lead to goals. You know, if you pick up a rebound, you know, it's you get a lucky bounce. It's doesn't always necessarily mean. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily think the pace was that slow either. I thought. I thought they kept up a pretty good pace. Um, kept moving. No penalties called. I. I had no issues with the first period. I mean, I. That's just me, though. That's that's my opinion. But we're seeing a little bit more action here early on um, in the second period. Two goals by Pittsburgh, up to nothing already. That's uh. That that's that's been pretty pretty crazy. Prism saying Vazzy getting his hate to see it with the laughing emojis. <laughs> so obviously Prism's rooting for Pittsburgh tonight. 
<laughs> He's just rooting against Tampa, and I don't well, blame him. That, yeah, I, I get you on that one. Uh, Prism saying more chances equal goal opportunities. Benny's Nation saying no communication between the back checking forward on the D and trying to pick up Boyle. No, and you were correct. That's what led to that opportunity right there. And that's, you know, and I think, like, it's it, clearly a little disjointedness here from Tampa, and that results in some really poor plays, poor passing, being having a hard time getting it out of your own zone. And I mean, yeah, Pittsburgh may not be the team that they used to be, but they're still a dangerous team. They can still make you pay if you're going to play sloppy. You know, so oh, you and can't that's, do that against them. That's the, that's, that's the thing, too, is, is – um... You know, Tampa Bay's been sloppy with the puck for the most part, especially in their own zone. You know, two costly goals off of turnovers, and you know that that's that's never a good thing. I mean, you you got you're the defending back-to-back champs, trying to go for a third. The one thing you don't want to do on opening night, and I get it, Banner Night. You know, you tend to have a little bit of a Stanley Cup hangover, um, is to be sloppy in your own zone. Benny's was saying the forward's not giving the D an outlet to break the puck out of the zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of that going on there, too, as well. Double oh, zero saying two. One. Yeah. 2 0, uh, Pittsburgh not good. And yeah, so heart ship grade period. Um, saying Braves win close, game, close games, playoff or close playoff game. Um, he did go on to say the White Sox win, but I thought I saw the. The Astros they did not win. The Astros won ten one today. They cl- they finished off their series. They're yeah. heading to the ALCS to face the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Dan saying Sox. His, Dan saying his stream is delayed. Ah, uh, oh, that sucks, man. Um, hmm. What are you using? Just out of curiosity, because I I need to uh I need to find a stream myself. I got a couple ideas from some of the boys here at HUD. Um, just curious to what you're using, Dan, as far as your stream goes. Well, now the Lightning finally got a little bit of pressure here, but the question is, can they do anything with it? Oh, good so, save by Jari. Way to there score we go. up there on that McDonough. Yeah. All right, well, even though Jari made that save, he did a real good job getting over that position there. Tampa, you know, they're getting some chances now. Maybe they can calm down here and get some sustained pressure in the Pittsburgh zone. Because, you know, it's still a lot of time left in this period. So if you get a goal, you know, not too far away from now, yeah, you could essentially tie the game up before the period's over, and then you get a third period even keel. And even if you're down by one, it's not that bad. You know, it's like, okay, we were sloppy at the beginning. We got better as the period went along. You put either one goal in the net or you put two goals in the net. Next thing you know, it's an even keel, or you're building yourself back up, and Pittsburgh might be possibly on their heels going into the third period. Well, yeah, and I don't even necessarily think they need to – um, they need to tie the game going into the third period. They need to just get some kind of momentum going their way. They need to stop being sloppy with the puck, be able to play a little more conservative. Uh, they need, they desperately, desperately need time in the offensive zone. They, they need to, they just need to sit in the Pittsburgh zone for a few minutes, stay out of the defensive end, and just create some opportunities. Not necessarily need to score, but create opportunities, get some buzz going. Um, that stuff will get momentum heading your way. Maybe uh, you got you got a couple guys that can hit. Start throwing some of the bodies around, and you know Pittsburgh. I, I think is kind of using a little bit of their speed, and that's what's helping them. You know, create turnovers, and and you know they're 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 beating guys out to pucks and and keeping them pinned in their own zone. 
Tampa, we know the type of team that Tampa is. We know that they're fast. We know they have a ton of skill. We know they, they can score goals. But in order to do that, they got to stay out of their end. And they're, they've been in their end a lot tonight, and they need to get into Pittsburgh and tie them down a little bit, get them tired out. And, again, create some chances. You know, get, get some rebounds. You know, get some buzz going and get the momentum to go in their favor. Did you guys just see that commercial with Ovi and his wife? <laughs> no, I was busy talking to you guys. Uh, but it, it was funny as hell. I was listening, but it was funny as hell. He's sitting there eating cereal and Backstrom's there with him. And his wife's like, what the hell? And apparently they showed pictures at the end. He's got a bigger picture of him and Backstrom than a bigger picture of him and his wife on their <laughs> wedding day. <laughs> as it should be. Oh, my God. That, that's pretty funny. I, I That's why I can't really hate Ovi because he's such a fucking character. You just have to love him. He's freaking funny. He's a ham. Some may say. <laughs> you son of a bitch. What? <laughs> you. I know where that came from. <laughs> well, let's see here. So Pr- Prism was uh, saying, let's see here. He was saying tonight, Jari is Vasti and Vasti is Urbe. And then he Ooh, says, I, mean, I kid, that's, I that's, kid. That, yeah, that's a that's a stretch there, Pris. And, uh, Einhorn is Finkel? Finkel is Einhorn? <laughs> And uh, Hart She's a man. Pittsburgh versus Lightning. And uh, yeah, big buzz here. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a lot going on here tonight. Uh, it's it's Pittsburgh Lightning, and then we got Kraken and the Golden it's Knights afterwards. Some ESPN's team. <laughs> <any throwback. laughs> and then Benny's saying, how are we feeling right. about some of these camera angles? I kind of like the broadcast view in the uh, in the end zones. I thought that was kind of a cool aspect. I'm not. I mean, I, I actually like it a lot. I was just thinking they were they are employing that sort of overhead shot that we've seen as recently as Lake Tahoe last year. Um, I like the the camera like right here, right along the boards and the dashers. This is actually my favorite that you don't often see. So I kind of like some of the liberties that ESPN is taking here, even if nobody can see it. World no, I'm, nationwide. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Uh, double zeros. Kraken and Vegas will be on ESPN right after this game. Yep. And then, uh, oh, uh, Finley is Who's Finley? <laughs> Brian, uh, Dan did get back to you on Nickel. what he was using for his stream. NHLstream.com. Then and Anthony, what's up, Anthony? Saying crack the Kraken. Yo, Anthony, what's going on, dude? Prism just saying Finkel. <laughs> Gotta break his balls. He breaks mine all the time. He calls me Sarah Jessica Parker all the time. And thank you, Brodo, for that. <laughs> oh, but that was a good chance, though, that Pittsburgh had on a stuff attempt. Luckily, yeah. Vazzy saw it coming <laughs> and was able to be like, oh, no, you're not. I'm not letting a lazy one get in. <laughs> Hiding again there. This line is buzzing, the Jeff Carter line. And Anthony's saying, oh, yeah. with your boy Russ. Well, hopefully, Anthony, you're tuning into uh, the opening night matchups. We got Pittsburgh and Tampa here. It's about 11 minutes left in the second period. Pittsburgh's up 2 0 off of two really sloppy turnovers and sloppy play in general in the, in the defensive zone for Tampa. Still having problems, really still having problems turning the puck over left and right again, leading to Pittsburgh opportunities. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you're seeing it. You're seeing it. 
Anthony's saying, fuck the Pens. Yeah, unfortunately, Tampa did not show up to play against them. <laughs> At least not right now they have it. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. Prism saying, well, stop answering to Jessica and I'll stop calling you it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Nobody calls me that but you. <laughs> Dan's saying, I prefer the NBCSN feed over the TSN or the uh, Sportsnet. Uh, Dan, are you up in Canada there, brother? I mean, TSN, ESPN are really the same thing. It, there, there's no difference. Which one? Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. Does Jim Houston do both? or does Jim he just Houston's do... done. He retired. Oh, he did retire. Okay. He did retire. The goat. There's a oh, what a save by Vazzy. Oh, ho, 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 I just saw it. Wow, that was a big save right there. Was that off the iron? I thought he got the it with the blocker. It could have been just the way it shot out quickly like that. It kind of screamed iron. I see. Let's see. Let's see if they show the replay. I mean, easily could have had that same angle coming off the pad, you know, with the kick save, but. Then he's saying, why the long face, Brian? <laughs> uh, looked like it went off the pad. Like yeah, that. it hit the pad. Yeah. Yep. That one. And then save. Dan's saying he is in Vancouver. Who that? So, oh, Dan. Vancouver. Okay, okay, okay. Love Vancouver, man. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, are you excited for the opening game of the season between us and you guys? The Canucks and the Flyers. Big game on Friday. That's a big game. Why the long face? I don't have a long face. I don't Shut know. up, is Benny. Because that... <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker has a long face. That's I funny. know. I know. I know what he means. I know what he means. Sorry. And then I'll we've got. Uh, I'll just shut up now saying... until you guys come to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> the My... saying, "Listen, Ugh. listen, Kimberly. Don Don started that, not me. <laughs> it wasn't even Don Don. It was Brodo." <laughs> oh. Let's see here. We've got Double Zero saying, which team are you guys looking forward to beating the most right now? It's Pittsburgh. I want to see Risto kick Malkin and Carter's ass. Well, I'll have to wait for the Malkin one, although he could get into a good scuffle with Carter. But um, hmm, who do I look forward to the most? You know, for me, the team, it's not Pittsburgh this year. I want to see him beat the shit out of Boston. <laughs> I want to see freaking Marshawn get – oh, I'm sorry, Cum Fungus. I want to see Cum Fungus get the shit kicked out of him by Risto. I really do want to see it. I want him to make his nose even bigger than it is. <laughs> I got to go with L.A. It's always it's always a freeway face-off for me. It's always Anaheim versus L.A. You know, we're – it's just the kind of way it is. Oh, yeah, no, Ooh, sure, Dan like taking a that. shot. Yeah, he's, his flares oh. too soft to worry about him. Uh-huh, okay, okay. We'll see you on Friday. We'll see you on Friday. We got you. We got you. We'll see. We'll see. Let him know. Let him know. <laughs> Benny's Nation saying, I want Risto to beat the shit out of Hathaway. Ah, yeah. darn it, Hathaway, yeah. He definitely earned himself a bit of a reputation just in the preseason alone with Washington and Billy's first game against each other. <laughs> Got Wilson saying, what's up? What's up, Wils? What's up, Willie? 
And then uh, Prism did go on to say Brodo was a bad influence, I must say. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a bad influence on everybody. But we love him the same, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You know, for me, man, it's got to be the Rangers. The way they embarrassed us last year, us being the Flyers, uh, especially the specifically that seven-goal second period, you know, they're going to be a form of competition this year as they take the next step. And I think that's a team that you, you really do want to step on if you can. Mm. Well, yeah, and especially they- with, what, uh, what's, with what's going on in the Rangers organization right now, that one of their young stud puppies uh, – Asking for a trade because he didn't make the pro roster. Um, um, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Um, Kravisov, I think his name is. Uh, really? So, yeah, he failed to report to the AHL uh, affiliate. I believe their affiliate's the Wolfpack. And yeah, Hartford. Yep. Now he's going to get suspended for that. And he asked for a trade. Team said, start looking for trades. So I would love to see if Anaheim could be uh, one of those teams to go pick him up. He's a top 10 pick in the in his draft. And team hmm. draft class is Mira Heiskanen. And, and uh, I forget who else Priz told me. Um, but, you know, he's top 10 pick. Should be in the NHL by now, especially with that draft class. That was a great draft class. And, you know, I'd be willing, if I'm Anaheim, Give the Rangers a call. Say, hey, I got a third and a sixth. All right. No, third and a fifth. Let's make this deal happen. So I, I would love to see Anaheim get another young kid like that. I'm very excited about their roster, though. Anthony's saying the Flyers might pick him up. That would be interesting if the Flyers could trade for him. That would be intriguing. I don't know what they would – I don't know I what they say. would necessarily trade for him, though. Like that's the thing. <laughs> See, Anaheim, at least Anaheim has picks or some um, some NHL talent to move to bring in a yeah. kid like him. Uh, Flyers, I think the Flyers are are in a situation where I think they're good as is right now. Yeah. Plus, we also sealed up a lot of players for big future contracts, and with the cap situation that we now have. So I don't necessarily know if they would go after anybody right now as it is. All right. So, yeah, official wear Braves heading to the NLCS. Chris of saying, I was a youth minister before I met Brodo. Now I'm smoking trees and calling dudes girls' names. (laughs) (laughs) And Pittsburgh just got penalized. (laughs) First penalty of the game. Yeah. And there's an argument. Latang is not happy with this call, but it is not him who's going to the box. It is who? the man. The forty-three. It is Hainan. Scored the first goal. Hainan, yeah, Hainan. <laughs> he tripped Killorn. I mean, he could have gotten two there. I mean, they're they're they've been really cracking down on, uh, maybe really cracking down on the on the cross checking. So I've seen a couple really soft cross checking calls in the preseason. Uh, in the last couple games there, apparently they're really cracking down on that, um, especially in certain areas of the ice, like along the end boards. So, I mean, he could have gotten called for that as well. But just to be – I mean, let's be real. Like, it may have been a soft call, but he uh, he tripped him. He got the stick in there. Yeah. I'll be surprised if we see this all that much this year. I don't think we're going to see too many two-handed uh, – 
grippings of the stick in terms of like cross-checking position or what have you. I think that they're just going to avoid that altogether because of the crackdown that's going on on the cross-checking side of things. Oh, big opportunity there for Tampa. I really don't understand the love for Johnny Hockey around here. Like I get it. He's a Jersey boy. And I said around here, like I'm still up there, but I don't, I don't get the love for Johnny Hockey. Like he's not the answer that the Flyers need. And like, I get he, he, I understand you bring the hometown boy home, but he's white noise into this lineup. He's not, he's not what the Flyers need at all. He's a playmaker. He's not a sniper. Uh, he'll get you 40 to 50 assists a game, which is, or it's a season, which is great. And if he's getting you 40, 50 a game, that's even better. But I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get the infatuation with, with Johnny Goudreau. He's, he's not the sniper that everybody thinks he is. He's a 20 goal scorer. And I think he's only done that once. He's an assist guy. The Flyers need guys who are going to score goals. And that's not Johnny. It's just, it, it's not. And then yeah. dancing, Flair boys, like the fourth Hanson bro that got cut from the movie. Kind of like that really great sports movie where Vancouver won the Stanley Cup in 2011, but then they realized that, oh, Vancouver can't win shit in the finals. Yeah, meanwhile, that head coach is now the Flyers head coach, so... Yeah, but there's always a first time for everything. I can claim Jersey, Ben. It's where I'm born and raised, bro. Do what I want. When is Latang ever happy with the call? That's a good point. Double zero, smoking trees like burning forests down. <laughs> Chris was saying, I was wrong by a year on Vitaly's draft class. He was 2018, which was a better draft class in his opinion. Yeah, Prism's the real Bobby Trees. <laughs> yeah, he is. And, and Priz knows his shit when it comes to like some of these draft classes, so I trust him on that. Even still, like that's 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 saying a lot. You know, he's a top ten pick, especially in 2018. We're in the 2021-2022 season now. What is going on that? What, 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 what's going on that he's not on the roster yet? Are the Rangers that deep? Or is he having issues in his development? That's that's my big thing. All right, Dan, I will give you that one. The Canucks do know how to party afterwards in the Stanley Cup Finals. That shit gets burnt big time over in Vancouver. I can't deny. I can't deny. You guys definitely took that game on that one. <laughs> yeah, we got Gator Country chiming in saying uh, lightning sucked tonight. Yeah, they're not doing all that well right now. I mean, they still have a whole period of hockey left, so it's not exactly like oh. it's over. But, oh, 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 wide open net, and they couldn't get it to go. Jari got on the rock. That's a beautiful stick, the Alpha LX. Like, I love that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Like, double zeros, like, everybody's infatuated with Johnny Goudreau for some reason. Like, I just I, – I, I, I don't see what everybody's so infatuated with him for. He's the area boy. It's all about being an area boy, dude. That's the infatuation. I'm not, I'm not about to say that I didn't at once covet him because I love – you know, JBR is a, a Jersey boy too, uh, I believe from Moorestown. So, 
Uh, you know, people like like Bobby Ryan, you know, want him to come back or what have you to the area. So I think that's what maybe the other hockey show Double Zeros was centering on and where some fanfare does there. But my, my cohort here, Mr. Brian Dales, a.k.a. Sarah Jessica Parker, spot on. Fuck in his off. Spot, yeah, but you're spot on in your analysis, dude, because he is another playmaker where, you know, you like having playmakers, but – this team is abound with them. You need more proven goal scorers. And I think your assessment there was spot on. Well, I appreciate that. And I don't appreciate being called Sarah Jessica Parker, but, you know, that is what it is. We'll move on. You're bringing straight facts. And also at the same time, man, I really loved you in Striking Distance. Really great film with you and Bruce Willis in it. You can fuck <laughs> off too, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like he, it's white noise. It's white noise. It really is. Like, I don't, like I said, Rob, I get it. And I think that is the major infatuation with Johnny Goudreau is the fact that he's a Jersey boy. The fact that he's, you know, he's from your, your area. Um, but it, I can't, I can't, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Um, and to answer the question, double zeros. Absolutely. Absolutely, one hundred thousand, ten percent. Get the bouncing souls tickets. <laughs> Benny's nation. I loved you in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Benny, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much right now with the passion. Oh my god! No, seriously, Chris. I I didn't even do anything to you tonight. It's like the second in a row. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh funny. Oh my god, the abuse. I might take next week off. Oh my god, that's great! All right, Dan. I, I okay. Listen, the sweatpants—that was a very bad idea. The Flyers did back in the early '80s. That was a really poor decision on their part. I agree on that. They should never have worn those stupid hockey pants. <coughs> I Going forgot for about the throats, that. man. I like your style, Dan. Going for the throats. Love it. But hey, listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I I can at least admit when the Flyers have made a mistake, that was a mistake. You ever seen those old photos of like Bobby Clark wearing those stupid long hockey pants? That looks so dumb. That really did look stupid back in the day. Oh, God. My Dynasty team is talking trades right now, and this one dude who has no idea how to trade in Dynasty is trying to trade with everybody. <laughs> let's see here so yeah i love you too benny don't worry and you're damn right Priz. i am the i am the effing man this is what we do man hey listen we may all like to take shots and throw shit at each other but it's all in good clean wholesome fun you gotta have that here in the world of sports and if you can't handle it then don't do sports talk just don't go away yeah ask <laughs> natalie eganoff how she's doing oh <laughs> I mean, come on! You can't if you can't take the heat. Don't 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 step into the kitchen. Don't make a stupid tweet about if the Eagles can make a comeback. You're going to do this, that, and the other, and then get butt hurt because people are going to call you out on it. Some people, I tell you. Did you yeah. say that line in in uh, in failure to launch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys next week. 
You broke him. You broke him. I'm broken. Yo, Maybe I'm the broken Sarah one Jessica now. Jessica Parker's a hell of a lot better than Uncle Fester. <laughs> I even got the bags under the Is eyes. it though? Because South Park made an episode where they actually talked about murdering her because no one was, because she looked like a moose. You're not, you don't look like, you, yeah, that's a horrible comparison. If anything, you're more of a Ken Cattrall. <laughs> I was waiting for the backhanded compliment. You remember Mannequin? That was a great movie. I never actually saw Mannequin. Yeah, I'll be honest, just, I never saw Mannequin. That just severely dated me. <laughs> I mean, it's my time. It's it's. I mean, it's still my time frame. Like I know the movie. I've just never seen it. Mister uh, Power Player. Any team, it'll be Devils, Carolina Islanders, or Washington. It would be ironic if he winds up going to any one of those teams and not the Flyers, where everybody's like, "Yeah, we really want Johnny Hockey." Like, fuck, he's a devil. Fuck him. <laughs> Kim Cattrall and Porky's. That's right, Priz. That's what I'm talking about there. Um, Betty say it was set in Philly, so Brian could have been there. <laughs> I could have been. You'll never know. Uh, Johnny. I mean, rumor has it Johnny does want to come home, but I'm not willing to like. I just I I I don't know. I just I don't know where he's gonna wind up. I don't know where he's gonna wind up, but I just know I I know some things about Johnny that I'm not allowed to really talk about. But it wouldn't surprise me if he wound up back towards uh, this area for sure. Uh, just what team specifically? I have no idea. Anthony she still saying, is, by the way. Yeah, she Anthony still is gorgeous. Kevin Klein, that mother, lucky motherfucker. <laughs> Hell, what? Well, uh, thing, girls like Lillard about that do girl. F.U. Lillard, F.U. Neil, all slave lasers. <laughs> I have no idea what any of that means. Go team, go. Chris <laughs> saying, best moment in movie history may be the old hag wanting to identify the penis. <laughs> oh, uh, about Porky's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we still got two nothing left here. We got about a minute and a half left in the second period. A uh, huge opportunity for Tampa on the power play. Couldn't cash in. Huge opportunity just uh, went by for Pittsburgh, but they didn't necessarily need to cash in, uh, carrying momentum right now still. Big goal for Tampa Bay there would have uh, really changed the projection of this game, I think. Just kind of been – they've just been blah. Like, they haven't really – just kind of whatever. Like, they – again, it's got to be the Stanley Cup hangover. Like, a lot of teams – a lot of people are calling this this Tampa team a – a three-peater, but, you know, they made a lot of changes this offseason. So you, you don't have Tyler Johnson anymore. You don't have Yanni Gord anymore. Two huge names that were major parts of the roster moving forward. Or, or I shouldn't say moving forward, but as parts of the Stanley Cup run. Tyler Johnson traded to uh, Chicago, and then Yanni Gord taken by Seattle in the expansion draft. 
this is a completely different team than what we're seeing from from I think from the last two years. I mean, those, those were two major guys in the lineup. No, I agree, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tough situation, you know. Either way, though, you know, three peating in any sport is damn near impossible in the modern day. You know, the last team to three peat was the New York Islanders back in the early '80s. That's a long, long time. A very long time ago. I mean, hell, a lot of teams that wind up winning three cups anymore, they do it sporadically, where they'll win maybe one or two, and then they'll take two years off, they'll win a third one. That's usually how you see dynasties form anymore these days. You very rarely see a team continuously, even winning two in a row is so rare in this day and age. Oh, I know what he's talking about now. Sorry. Sorry. Um Hardship grade period. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. He's talking. He's talking basketball now. It's it's starting to fall. It all makes sense now. Um, ah, gotcha. Yeah, Benny, they're definitely missing Gord. Um, but again, you you bring in a decent guy, and I don't think he's like anything special. Never thought he was, but I think he's a very good bottom six special teams penalty kill specific player in uh, Pierre Edward Belmar. I thought that was a pretty good signing. Corey Perry, yet to be determined. Another year older. We'll see what's kind of happening with that. But this, I mean, it's it's still very early in the season. So let me throw that out there right now before I make this this uh, statement here. Because um, keep in mind, Tampa Bay also had a slow start last year as well. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But this this Tampa team doesn't look like. Early on, again, specifically early on, like a team that's going to three-peat. Flair boy looks like Flair version of the amazing atheist if he was Big Bad Bruins. Is that a shot at you, Maddie? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Gator. No, no jump tonight. No jump tonight. Had a couple good, uh, had a couple good opportunities there in, in the first period, but after that, there's not really much going on. Yeah, Lightning's the type of team though that they can strike very quickly. Again, excuse the pun. Uh, this is a team that could still go bang bang, and all of a sudden this game's tied two two. And I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if we see that in the first five to eight minutes of the third period. I mean, Jim, it's only one game, bro. And, but uh, I mean, a lot of people did write off the Penguins, but no Malkin for the next few months. Crosby's kind of what day to day, week to week ish, maybe day to day. But you know, it is, it is what it like. Pittsburgh's not going to be a bad team. Yeah, at, like at all. They're they're going to be a, a contender for a playoff spot. It's just a matter of where they finish. I mean, that's the thing. Like you know, we have to. Just because you're not the same team that you were doesn't mean that you're still not a capable team, you know? And, and that's what I think the situation is with Pittsburgh. You know, it's like, yeah, the Penguins may not be what they used to be, but that by no means says that the Penguins still can't be tough to go up against. They still can be. Sure. Gator. Uh, I disagree with that. I disagree with that, Gator. I, I, I fully disagree. He's finally going to be healthy again for the first time in a few years. Uh, so he's he's, I mean maybe maybe I, I I personally don't think he is, 
I think he's going to come back at the home opener for Pittsburgh, and he's going to be fine. Um, you know, he's finally got he finally got his wrist taken care of that he's waited years to do. So obviously, you saw you saw the lack of production. You saw his production drop because of it, and I think he realized that I have to get this fixed. Got it fixed, and now he's getting ready to jump back into the season. Finally, back at one hundred percent, and his wrists did all the damage. And now that they're they're fixed, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's getting older. Is he on a decline? Praise's point, maybe. But I mean, we'll see what he does now that he's back to one hundred percent. I don't think he's done yet. I think we're going to see a lot more from him. Let's see here. Prism did go on to say Crosby is on the decline without a doubt, but I don't know if he's washed yet. Again, I don't necessarily think he's on a decline. I just think he wasn't healthy. Well, I think this he's good. Will... I think he'll be fine now. I mean, we'll definitely find out now. Yeah, if, th if this his... season will tell us. Yeah, if his if his point production isn't where it should be, which is in that 90, 80, 90, 100 point range which I'm going to focus more around the 80, 90, more than 100, because uh, that's really reserved for uh, Drysaddle and McDavid. Um, we'll see where he is. I mean, if he scores anything less than 80 points, I say I, I will agree that he's on a decline. But right now, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can say that because he wasn't healthy before. <laughs> this was the talk about the in, the wrist injury. So maybe Ben Simmons can get his wrist fixed and maybe he'll shoot a jumper. <laughs> I don't no, know about just, that, but, you know. <laughs> ben Simmons just needs to grow a set and take a shot, a little vagina. <laughs> <laughs> now he's back in camp. We got to talk good about him now. Oh, oh. do we? Oh, okay. No, we that's don't. a shame. That, that I'm was very fun. Happy I don't follow that. <laughs> that just sounds like such a mess. Anyway. Well, yeah, good second period for Pittsburgh. You got two early goals, Dayton Heine getting the first one, and Brian Bull getting the second one off of two turnovers. It's it's a good start for Pittsburgh. I, th I think coming out and, and getting a 2 nothing lead in that second period was, was huge for them. They're carrying the momentum. They they really are. They're, they're spending a lot of time in Tampa's zone. Tampa's been sloppy the majority of the night. Um, and... You know, it's kind of what it is what it is now. I mean, they just need to keep up the pressure. They need to stay in Tampa's zone and keep Tampa off the – you know, they got to stay out of the penalty box as well. And you, you, we know how good that, that power play can be. Tampa Bay just needs to – they need to figure it out. Uh, 15 shots on goal. I mean, I'm a big believer, and it doesn't matter the shots. It's the quality of shots. It's – that's what matters more, but – Tampa Bay's got to wake up here in the third period if they want any chance of winning this game. Well, which is distinctly possible, but uh, you got to like the way the Penguins are coming out here, minus Crosby, minus Malkin, and playing a really aggressive, assertive effort, keeping the play down in the opponent's zone, which is the best form of defense. You know what I mean? And then potting two goals when they can there, you know. If they can keep this workmanlike effort and then you get the stars back, you know, we I already had them picked as, you know, a contender for the first wild card, but they could creep into the top three discussion as well. Yeah. 
And Dan, I mean, typically um, we use hockey sticks to play hockey with. I mean, I don't know what you guys use them up there for, but I mean, <laughs> I don't use them as crutches. So I use them to play. I think it's more just to let people know that hockey is a sport in, in Carolina because they don't understand that Carolina actually has a hockey oh, I don't care if they think it's a sport in Carolina. <laughs> I... <laughs> Prism saying, Fester looking through the Adams family will again. The house goes to Gomez, Fester. <laughs> there, Brian. I took a shot at someone else for a change. <laughs> damn time. No, it's, no lies um, detected. Saying, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this to this players. other game tonight too. I I usually don't stay up late anymore because I'm an old man, but it's it's going to be a late night tonight. It's worth it, man, because tonight it's going to be fun. You know, the Golden Knights and the Kraken, both of the expansion teams facing each other tonight, should be interesting to see that. And then uh, Anthony was saying Ben Simmons will fake a wrist injury and steal the money the Sixers gave him for his new house and horse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen, he hasn't even faked the wrist injury, and he's already doing that. That's a good point. (laughs) He's got a new house with the baseball court in L.A. that he doesn't even use. Let's see. Lightning Pen has good team. Dude kids. (laughs) Let's see here. Not whores. Of course they do. Not whores. Professional women. Come on. Enough of that misogynistic talk. We'll have none of that here. This isn't the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Working girls. Professional. You will uh, no, them, we're not doing it. both games, Chris, but uh, we'll see where we are uh, as far as when this third period ends, but. But yeah, I mean, well, like, like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bashing either team here. Because both teams, the Lightning are a good team. It's game one of 82. The Lightning are going to go up from here. I mean, even if they have a slow, they had a slow start last year and wound up winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. This isn't, this isn't an issue. You know, it's, Tampa's going to figure it out. They're going to fix it. It's game one. I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not saying that they're not going to even make the playoffs or I'm not saying, but they have to wake up. They have to figure out a way to get back into this game. You know, all the games count. You can't win the Stanley Cup in the first couple months, but you can certainly lose it. So, and that's the only reason why I'm saying they need to figure, wake up and figure it out. And they will figure it out. It's a matter of time. Um, it's just, they just don't look good tonight. They're, ju- they're just sloppy. It's probably Ooh, just a hangover. It is what quick, it is. Guys, uh, breaking news. Uh, Nate McKinnon test positive for COVID is out for the Avalanche's home opener. Ooh. That's not a good that's not good at all for the Avalanche. No, it's not, but I think they'll be all right. I think they're gonna they're they're gonna trace them and see where it went and, and they'll be all right. Yeah, as long as he's not too symptomatic, he'll be back soon. Gotta clear Jamin the protocol, Flaw. that's all. Yeah. Jamie Floss saying the penguins missing 147 points out of the lineup tonight. Crosby against Old Malkin. That's what I was saying, Jim, and they still came out and put out this effort so far through two periods, real strong effort up to nothing. That says a lot about your core of your team right now. I, I hate on the Penguins all the time, i.e., but I'm going to call it like it is. I mean, it's a deep team. And that's exactly kind of like my point. Like, we're Penguin, a lot of people 
I don't I want to necessarily necessarily say a lot of people that I know have written them off, but it's the Penguins are still a good team. Like they're not going anywhere. You know, they're missing some key players, yeah, and they're pretty handily beating the defending Stanley Cup champions right now. Yeah, the well, score is only two nothing, but if you look at some of the other stats, time of possession, one of the big ones. Pittsburgh's been spending a lot of time in Tampa Bay zone. That's how you win hockey games. You get a lead, and then you keep the pressure on. And that's what they're doing. They got a lead, and now they're keeping the pressure on. And that's what they've been doing all night. And if they keep it up, they're going to beat them. And that's no why I'm saying Tampa Bay has to wake up. They have too much firepower on this roster to be getting shut up by Pittsburgh. And I don't think Tristan Jari is that great of a uh, – I just I, I don't think that that Tristan Jari is good enough to beat him. I'm not Uncle Fester. I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, it doesn't matter. I, I I'll take it. I guess I'll I'll be cousin it. <laughs> I just I mean last week last week definitely you had the uh, you had the the whole beard going the whole beard going on yeah. Well, I guess I'll be puzzled. Back you know that that'll definitely then I'll just put sunglasses on then there we go I'm cousin it. I could be. I guess I'll be Pugsley then. <laughs> uh, da, 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 what else we got? Oh, I see Eileen's in the chat. What's up, Eileen? Hey, Eileen, how's it going? Let's see here. Ah, there she is. Uh, Benny's. Uh, we're not going to be reacting to the Flyers opening night, unfortunately, uh, because there are going to be some shows going off on A2D on that night. Also, unfortunately, I have my day job. Which, which is really not a day job. It's an overnight job. But still, anyway. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll have to rush off and take care of that. Oh, my God. Why would he do this trade? Let's see. Prism saying, if Anaheim won 12 games last year, the Penguins winning without their top three isn't astronomically mind-boggling. <laughs> 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 I swear, I, I I do fantasy football with some stupid people. Anyway, um, let's see what else we got going on here. I'll be honest. Uh, Jim on YouTube saying, "I'll be honest with the with you, uh, Penguins fans would have been happy with one point tonight. I would have been. I would have been. It's it's yeah. Uh, the other guy, Dan, is Rob. Um. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, you're you're facing one of the top teams in the league, one of the one of the toughest rosters, and in my opinion, it's probably a top three. I don't know if they're number one. I think Colorado has the best roster in in the NHL, but um, but I mean, I mean, let's be real. Tampa Bay is the top three roster. They have one of the best teams. They have the best goaltender in all of hockey. So. For Pittsburgh to be up 2-0 right now, I think it's huge for them. And it's going to be a huge momentum builder for them going forward um, in the next couple of games. I don't know who they have next, but it's something huge to build off of. Something huge to build off of for them. And obviously, Tampa Bay's got a lot to fix. A lot of it is going to be protecting the puck and getting, you know, obviously offensive pressure. Because um, like I said, after that first period, it's kind of been all Pittsburgh. It's been all Pittsburgh, and they need to figure out a way to get some momentum, and they have to do it early in the third period if they want to stand a chance at climbing back into this game. 
So, quick question. Um, I'm not sure if they do. Brad, do you know by any chance if A2D, if like Philly Drinker sells yoga pants? For I don't think so, but uh, she's making a crack at my uh, yoga pants thing from earlier. <laughs> Which, it is yoga pants season, and I love it on every, well, I shouldn't say every, but. By the way, Prism was saying, uh, Dan, you're grasping at straws, brother, but I love the effort. And he goes on to say, high energy grinder. You could be on my fourth line of trolls any day, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got drafted, Dan. Congratulations. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with being a fourth liner. Look at Tyler Pitlick. He's loved. He's beloved in everything that he's played for. And he's a fourth liner. Yeah, we only have him for one year, but I love the shit out of Tyler Pitlick. I would love to have him back anytime. Knack. Knack is a third or fourth liner for the Flyers. Yeah, well, everybody I love loves him here. Everybody loves him. Everybody yeah. loves a good grinder. Everybody loves a good fourth liner. It's all good, bro. It's all good. You can't be Jamie. a first liner like the three of us. Not everybody can. <laughs> In response to Eileen, if, if A2D isn't selling yellow pants yet, well, they should be. Uh, I can make it. Uh, listen, I can. I can talk to. Uh, I can talk to Alex. I can make it happen. Let's go. Just show him the the post you made, <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> before this, uh, before this third period, fires up, boys. You guys want to talk uh, Flyers opening night roster? Let's do it. All right, then. yeah. That got released the other day. Um, Fords that made the team: Travis Konechny, Kevin Hayes, who's obviously still out hurt, will be a will be a scratch. Sean Couturier, Derek Broussard, Scotty Lawton, Oscar Lindblom, James Van Riemsdyk. Claude Drew, uh, waiver signing now with Vegas. Patrick Brown takes over, you know, in that, in that center ice position of, uh, left over from Frost being sent down. Uh, Nate Thompson, uh, Knack, Nicholas Albe Kubel, Joel Farabee, and Cam Atkinson. So, no real big surprises there. No big surprises on the defense as well. You know, you have Provy and Ellis, um, uh, Sandheim, Ristolainen, and, uh, Keith Yandel and Justin Brown were right round out your top three pairings there. Martin Jones and Carter Hart are your goaltenders. And these players were placed on uh, injured reserve or injured non-roster. Ryan Fitzgerald, Igor Zamula, uh, Samuel Moran, of course, Wade Allison, of course, as well. We talked about his devastating injury a few shows ago. Uh, Tanner Lezinski, uh, Zade Wisdom, a, nut, a fine young draft pick. Um, Excited to see him play once he gets healthy. healthy. And uh, Cooper Zetch, a, a, de a depth defenseman for the Flyers. So, boys, um, you know, we sort of we touched upon uh, Frost. Are there any other disagreements with this roster, or is this pretty the way it was going to go? That's pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Um, I just – I didn't. I didn't really expect anything crazy. Uh, I did expect Morgan Frost to be on the roster, but the fact that he's been left off doesn't really bother me at all. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, it's it's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it was pretty solidified. I mean, the only major thing that had to be addressed was the fact that Hayes wasn't going to be available for opening night. That was the main thing they had to look at. And then with the Wade Allison injury, it's like, all right, but. As much as I love Wade Allison, you do have other players that could be on the roster that could get a shot and make and you know show the Flyers that hey, it's a tough decision now between both Allison and whomever. You know what I mean? There's plenty of prospects the Flyers have that could have tried to make a good impression, you know, during the preseason. 
try and take that spot. But um, yeah, uh, nothing drastic in terms of that. So should be a solid lineup. Everything should be good to go for opening night against Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, I know spot on to your assessment, Maddie, saying that Cam York was going to start the year, you know, getting that full time playing role with the Phantoms. You know, that was another, you know, you know, late uh, decision that the Flyers had to make there in terms of whether, you know, will they keep him on this roster and sort of oscillate him with, say, like a Keith Yandel or Justin Braun or have him get full playing time. Again, I think the right decision there, get him, you know, 18 to 20 minutes, maybe 21 minutes a game, time on ice. So that way, if we do have injury, we have a guy that can come up, step up right away. You know, you have an aging veteran in Yandel that the Flyers are going to be relying upon the quarterback, this power play. If he should go down or need some respite, Cam York can slide right in there and quarterback a power play. So, you know, it's a good dynamic that the Flyers have right now. Yeah. No, for sure. And and you know what? It's going to, I think it's going to work out for the best for the Flyers this year. I mean, I still, I'm still not sure where they go. But I definitely think they definitely find a way back to the playoffs this year. Continue the trend on year one, off one, on one, off one. Um, you know, the same trend that's been for like the 10, 10 15 years. Um, but I think I'll, I think there's some young guys that are going to find their way into the lineup that are going to really surprise some people. I think Morgan Frost, once he gets some time, and I think that's going to be the main thing, is going to be um, – getting him time, consistent time. And I think that's the main reason why they send him down is to get him that time, to play 18, 20, 25, maybe 25 minutes a game is, is so he can get back into, you know, his playing shape. And and early on, he's been looking, he's been looking good down there, but Morgan Frost will find his way back up. I think maybe a couple other guys will find a way back up. But once this Flyers team gets healthy, I think this, they're going to do a lot. And, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make some freaking noise here, boys. They're gonna make some noise. I really believe that. I mean, there's a lot of depth here, man. There's a lot of depth that you have to make some tough choices. That's why I kind of to go back to that little Johnny Gaudreau talk we were having before. You know, it'd be a bit of an overkill. I mean, not that not that you couldn't take another guy that's proven in this league, say over a guy that hasn't had as much NHL time. But this is a deep roster, boys, and it's gonna be hard hard to you know a lot playing time already. So why add a piece and put yourself further in the hole cap wise to your point, Maddie? Mm, yeah. Greg was uh, chiming in saying, Hey, sorry, he was late. Um, Greg also said, disagree to the poll. He's going to be hurt too much this year. Got a feel gut feeling because he's always a huge piece of the penguins. I hope you're right, Greg. <laughs> Benny's was saying, I agree with the roster. But then he also said, not sure that Jones will be the backup all year. I think he loses his job. I will say this, Jones, if he is able to play consistently enough at backup, I, I will be – my microscope's going to be on his ass because I've uh, – that the last few seasons in San Jose left me feeling very uh, – Jones should probably not be in the league anymore <laughs> kind of feel for me. Yeah, It's like, uh, why did the Flyers sign him? When you did have Sandstrom available. I know a lot of people wanted that, and I kind of don't mind the idea. It's like, well, why not? Let's see what the kids got. You know what I mean? First comes the worst. If you have to sign another goaltender at the last minute, you can do that. There's plenty of people looking for gigs. It's not like it's the end of the world. Yeah. You sign it back. 
And Sandstrom did play well in camp and in this preseason. Ultimately, you signed Jones, and that's where the money lies. So it would be hard-pressed for him to get usurped. Uh, but poor play, man. Felix Sandstrom can come right in, and he shows he can get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Eileen was saying, Priz or Devils, who do you hate more? Well, right now I hate the Penguins more only because they've been way more successful recently than the Devils. The Devils are like that fucking cockroach that you like to step on, but the motherfucker keeps popping up. It's like, God damn it, will you just stay fucking dead for like two seconds, please? Meanwhile, <laughs> Pittsburgh. A cockroach in Newark? No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not entity at this point. I would even put the Rangers ahead of them in terms of like, hatred rivalry right now but yeah it's got to be the pants interstate rivalry you know more yeah. successful absolutely let's see here prism saying think that's why they didn't sign a bigger name they're gonna let carter compete with ustamenko at some point this year bennings was saying uh sandstrom instead uh yeah it's gonna be either ustamenko or it's gonna be sandstrom there are two of the next guys up in line for I don't want to necessarily say the starting job. Obviously, you want that to be Carter Hart, but yeah, you have two guys who could be necessarily starters in the NHL in the very near future, Weird and too. it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. I mean, you got to figure out which you got to. You're going to have to move one of them at some point. You can't carry three franchise goaltenders. No, you're right. Weird though to think that Ustamenko didn't play in the preseason. Um, was he hurt? Because I don't ever remember seeing anything about him being hurt. I think he was. I'm pretty he sure was? he was. Okay. I'm going to double check okay. that for you, but I think he was. Because I, I saw Urson, who's like fifth in the pecking order. I didn't see Ustamenko. So I was like, wow, I'm seeing Urson? I did not think I'd see Urson in the in the preseason. But he played well, though, in the in the one game he did play in. So it wasn't like he played badly or anything. Uh, About four to five months with the torn labrum. Okay, so yeah, he was hurt. All right, then. Boy, oh, Ustamenko, wait, that was as of 2020. Why are they showing me so many old articles? Oh, yeah, that happens sometimes with hockey searches because for some reason they don't like to update that shit. Thank you, Internet. It's good to know you don't like hockey. Anyway. Fuck you, Internet. <laughs> it, it's Spanish. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're on is. the Internet. <laughs> Damn, Internet. But, yeah, I agree, Jim. Um, they could easily do that, and that might be smart on their behalf. To get that money and be able to sort of uh, find that you know uh, you know uh, you know utilize that loophole as uh, as Tampa Bay did last year wound up being pretty successful for them. And we got Jimmy. <laughs> that's funny. What with what Dan said? Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty I like gritty, but Fink can put the orange grease in the ICU. <laughs> Jimmy said, yeah, the, "Do the Canucks have a mascot, Dan? I, I, I never recall saying, but I, I don't watch many Canucks games. I think that's Finn. I think Finn's their mascot. I think he's a. Oh, that he's, oh, that's what he referred to. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what's up, Jimmy? Jimmy on up, the Jimmy? flight zone. You can check him out every Monday night at nine thirty with Evan Taylor. And he's saying, boys, yeah. do I have some tea on our flyers? Yeah, man." I, that was a, a, a lively evening. I'm, I'm gonna, 
I don't know what's privileged or, or public information, so I'll leave that up to Jimmy for his show. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it sounded like you had a good night that night, and congratulations. <laughs> I'm I'm a little jealous. I know you had a nice conversation with Knack that kind of made me jealous because he's he's a blue collar player. I'm a big fan of uh, Nick Abe Kubel, and I love that he's still doing his thing and. He's just a blue collar player, and people around people in that area, they just they they love blue collar players. It's just guys who work hard. Ben, Benny's nation say neither do people in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping all my jokes to myself because I know where my team's going to finish in the running for Shane Wright. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that no. that good old California rebuild from all three teams. Well, one that's in denial, the other two that are in a rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I could. I definitely see uh, L.A. kind of maybe possibly finding their way into a maybe a playoff spot, maybe wild card. I mean, yeah, they're not in terrible I shape. I agree. Oh, I mean, that's a huge chance for Palat. Yeah, that's the second one for him. At least that was the second one that I've seen. Yeah, and yeah. Tampa, Tampa's trying to get something going here. The problem is, is that they can't get it sustained. That's their biggest problem. So they get moments, but then they just—that's all they get. It's just a one moment or two moments, and they don't score. And then for like a good four or five minutes, they're in their own zone. You can't can't win a hockey game doing that. No, I mean. Uh... No, Greg, I don't think you're getting your four goals from Tampa. Uh, they haven't exactly sustained much pressure in the offensive zone, haven't gotten many good scoring chances. Great glove save there by Jari. Uh, it's just, it's been a slop fest for Tampa Bay early on here. And even later on, Pittsburgh's just, they've, they've got momentum and, and they're holding it in their, holding it in, in their own and they're not giving it up. They're not giving it up at all. They they keep sustaining some of that pressure. Tampa Bay's done a little bit of a better job because their back's against the wall now, so they have to score some goals. But I mean, it's it's still Pittsburgh's game right now. They're still. I think they still have a lot of the control. Yeah, and Jimmy went on to say, "Disagree. This is a year he falls off the cliff." In words of Stephen A. Fuck Stephen A. Come on, Jimmy, you're better than that. <laughs> Stephen A's such a douche. I can't stand him. And Greg's saying, took the puck line minus 1.5 on the Lightning. Hmm, that's probably not the good thing. <laughs> what was the over-under? Just out of curiosity, Greg. Well, oh, Jim, are you boys coming down to come see me? Jim and Flaw saying uh, Penguins, were, Penguins were minus 11. Uh, two goals was a plus 750 tonight. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. No, minus one and a half. Oh, okay. Minus he minus one and a half goal on goals. Oh, yeah. did that hit the post? Oh, oh. And helmet's off, so he's got to go off. Yeah. Well, I thought Jari was playing with somebody else's stick for a second. I was like, why are you playing with Hockey on the SPN and a helmetless player? I thought it was Brad Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> And then Greg's saying, I think it was six and a half. And then next game is five and a half, and I have the overs. Yeah. Sorry, Greg. I don't think you're getting that, bro. Wait, if tonight's game was a six and a half, how do you oh. – Hey, the helmet made a save. 
<laughs> I think that's probably the most exciting highlight for uh, for the game right now, unless you're a Penguins fan and you got those two goals. <laughs> Helped them clear the puck, though, didn't it? <laughs> Benny's saying, Marshy, love the callback. Yes. I heard he's, he's slipping into senility or something like that. Brad Marsh isn't the same Brad Marsh. <laughs> and then uh, apparently I missed uh, Prism's Canuck burn earlier. Sorry, man. I did not see that comment. My bad. I didn't see it either. Sorry, Pris. Well, let's see here. Tampa. I mean, it's been some good, there's been some good pressure here from Tampa early. Oh, I shouldn't say early on in the third period anymore. It's not really early. <laughs> Um, but they're getting they're getting some chances. They're starting to shoot the puck. I don't like that ESPN doesn't have a shot counter because I don't know where they are. But they, they they're getting some more shots the, in. They they brought it up on the side of the scoreboard a few times, but they don't keep it there. Yeah. Oh well. Listen, ESPN hasn't uh, hasn't had hockey in a long time. I don't. I think they forgot hockey existed. Honestly, if it wasn't for Barry Melrose's pay. I don't think anyone would have noticed. ESPN is making too much out of the Seattle hype. I mean, that's going to happen with an expansion team. I mean, NBC did the same thing with Vegas. So, I mean, it, it, it's just going to happen. That's just how it goes, unfortunately, for for a team like Vancouver that's going to be a possible rival this year. Did but ESPN I mean, have the glow puck? I thought that was Fox. It is Fox. It was yeah. Fox, yeah. That's what I thought. Same time period, though. Yeah. I almost thought of yeah, hockey on ESPN. What's next? Hockey back on Fox with the gold puck. It's funny <laughs> you mention that. That is uh, the, the Fox track. That's what it yeah. was called. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, now going back to your comment, man, you know, you're absolutely right. The hype is too large just because it's a new team and the way they drafted is not to win now, it's to win later. But bringing that hype is good for your team. And I'll explain why, because anytime you introduce a rivalry, which is just a natural geographical rivalry for you guys, that's going to bolster your team. That's going to like that. That just has more heated play. That's going to, you're going to see the effect of that, not only in the standings, but in the general love and recognition for your team. So in the end, it will ultimately be a good thing for you. No, I think so too. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. The hype is, uh, um, I think the hype has been been fine because it, for what you just said, it's it's they're building a bunch with it. Um, it's just, I think it's good for it to be honest with you. I think it's good. I think for for what you just said, it's going to be a whole hype thing. It's going to be for the rivalry. <laughs> yes, man doesn't offer it, but I'll offer it for you. I can't see that. Uh, it's 29 18 shots in favor of Peng penguins. Well, now they brought it up on the side of the scoreboard at the moment that Rob wanted to put it up on the freaking thing. <laughs> oh, that's freaking great. ESPN's trolling Rob right now. <laughs> Everybody trolls me. I'm just a trollable guy. What do you put what do you what do you have hot takes and talk shit? Like I <laughs> Oh, and I, Eileen, you have a good night. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for the support, Eileen, as always. Dan's saying Love it's you, a Eileen. cap Sounders thing in terms of yeah. uh, MLS. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Jimmy Fly, you know, here's a crazy fact. Penguins open up at Tampa and at Florida, then have an eight-game homestand for the next month. Yeah, it is a little strange with it. I mean, the Flyers, I think, what is it? We have three, four games at home, and then I think we go on the road and we go out west, and then I think we're going to do an early west road trip. Yep. So they want to get that shit out of the way early, which I'm fine with, because usually the Flyers would have to do that around the time of the All-Star break or the Olympic break, or they'd have to do it right after. And it's like, oh, great, we got to do the West Coast swing now. Yeah, because they'll, they'll only play the Pacific twice, right? One one at home, one away. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so right away, it, within the first two weeks of the season, you're going to be done with the Canucks and the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. So, And then yeah, you have a game Friday, you have a game Monday, like really spread out Wednesday, which is nice. That's that's a nice ease into the season for the Flyers to where you'll have more uh, of a jam-packed schedule, say, when you need to make up points. You know what I mean? A little bit more. Maybe you'll, you'll have games in hand later on in the season. So I kind of like that aspect of it. Let's see here. Huh. Pretty much. Pretty much, and you, like that's probably the biggest. <laughs> that's probably the biggest plus is you're getting it out of the way early because I believe you. What you're at, you're at Vancouver, and then you're at Seattle as uh, the lead is extended oh, here. Pittsburgh scored. Well, that pretty much torpedoed any chance of the Tampa comeback. <laughs> Simone getting that goal <laughs> makes it three nothing now. <laughs> Good, yeah, good puck movement along the boards in the dasher and then pass it right Ooh. out in front. That's why there's been too many crease to crease um passing in this game. You know, you're really putting Bazzi in a tough spot there. Yeah. Not enough active sticks if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it looked like it deflected off of one of the Tampa Bay defenseman's uh shin pads, too. Did it? Yeah. I took Yeah, it back I mean that was uh yeah, that pretty much uh I hate to say that that kind of seals it, but yeah, that's um. No, that's clean. That's clean for the the original shooter gets a goal. Ooh. So, oh yeah, yeah, no, the original shooter should have gotten the goal. Went off the defenseman's shin pad. Yeah, what? A, yeah, if it's a, yeah, either way, he gets the goal. That that is correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking it was uh, uh, initially deflected up front, but the point remains the same. Though they're not clogging those areas. And you have an easy screen situation that results in a three nothing. Like I'm not seeing the same type of defensive fortitude from this team as last year. Because to your earlier point, Brian, this isn't the same team this, that just won the Stanley Cup. No, no, it's it's really not. And and you're seeing it. But again, again, super early on in the season here. Yeah, game so one, plenty yeah. of time left. They'll they'll figure it out. They got. They got a great coach in in uh, Don Cooper. They have good leadership with Headman, Stamkos, Kucherov. You can even say Zergachev in there. You know, you bring in vets like Belmar, Perry, Maroon to fill out the bottom half of the roster. It's they'll be fine. It's again, it's just a, the Stanley Cup hangover. Meanwhile, Prism, um, listen. I'm sorry I missed your gem. I will build you a statue of my fucking sorrow. I am sorry, Prism. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jim saying, honest question. Don't miss teams. Uh, don't most. Don't miss them. Don't most teams play better without their best players sometimes. Focus more on defensive things. 
it does it, it can happen where teams kind of get a little bit more of that fire of okay listen we don't have our best guys in the lineup tonight we got to play up and we got to play big here you know that 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 can happen um but it really shouldn't be that way you know it should be where you're going to play your heart out no matter whether your top guys in the lineup or not that should be the effort that you put out every night but it has happened where teams will realize that their top guys aren't available so, you know, you pick yourself up and you say, okay, we got to play up here, boys, because we don't have Crosby, we don't have Malkin. We got to we gotta play up. No, for sure. And that's one of the things that kind of – I don't know. I don't know where I was going to go with that. I just had a massive brain fart. My bad, guys. I'm not on Tampa's payroll, and if I was, it would make a lot of sense. I had to hop in the chat and troll you real quick. I mean, what else is new? Everybody else is. <laughs> but listen, in all fairness, you know, yes, I hate the Penguins, but give them credit. They rolled in tonight and they said, hey, let's get these first, let's get these two points, boys. And they came out there and they played like they had a fire under their ass while Tampa, like you were saying, Bride, they had that Stanley Cup hangover. Tampa's just kind of snoozing their way into this game tonight and Pittsburgh made them pay for it. No, for sure, and that and that's that's a big thing here is is you know turnovers. Turnovers were the big story here. What's up, Don? Don? Um, Don? Don. It, it's it's been a game. It's been a story of turnovers here, and you know, big turnover by uh, uh, Vasilevsky led to the first goal, and then you had another one that led to a goal for Brian Boyle. It's it's kind of like I don't want to say it's kind of like it, it's it's just you know taking opportunities as they come and taking advantage of them. And, and that's what Pittsburgh's done most of the night. I mean, let's be real. Like, we've been saying this most of the night. Um, Tampa didn't come out with the jump. Pittsburgh did. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has kept Tampa Bay in their own zone the majority of this game. Tampa Bay's had some good opportunities, but they had no finish. And here's the thing. Pittsburgh's got the finish. And they've pretty much kept Tampa Bay in. A lot of it is due to sloppy play, but, you know, it, it – they're, they're, they're keeping control of the puck, and that's how you win hockey games. That's how you beat teams. And I think this is going to be a little bit of a blueprint that we're going to see on, on how to beat Tampa Bay, and, and it's having them, you know, force turnovers. It's kind of like it's kind of like seeing how teams are starting to mess with the Kansas City Chiefs now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers set up the blueprint in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and now teams are starting to run with it. They're seeing how to shut down Patrick Mahomes. And now you're seeing the Chiefs aren't as explosive as they were. Granted, they have a lot of injuries on defense. But Patrick Mahomes isn't as electric as he as he was. You know, he's always been reckless with the football, but you know, it's it's it, it's how you beat beat these teams. You you figure out what, where their weaknesses are and you gotta exploit them. Meanwhile, Prism saying yeah. Don Don checks watch. What the heck have you been, brother? We've been cooking Debbie, Sarah, Jessica, Kimberly, Cantrell, Parker. <laughs> you know what's funny is what's funny is is as as Chris and, and, and Brian well know I've been uh, binge watching the Flash while we're working, and when I read this comment, I immediately read Jessica Parker Kennedy because I'm in love with her. But anyway, go on, proceed. Oh. <laughs> Nora. Um, yeah. 
And meanwhile, Benny said, wait, 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 wait. Have you ever seen the show? Uh, what was the show? Black Sales? Yeah. She's in that. Yep. So a, a lot of times episodes. wearing nothing. What? Yep. I saw a couple episodes of Black Sales. It was a good show. It really was a good show. It was entertaining. I thought that I have was... been I have been meaning to dive into it. I just you know, there's a million shows that you gotta watch and it's like shit, I don't have time. <laughs> the show and warm ups for the uh Inaugural game of the Seattle Kraken here, George, uh, Giordano. Yeah, the first ever guys, captain in Kraken history. What do you guys think of him being named the captain? I think it's there's really think, nobody else to, to put it on. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really see anybody else who could take that. I mean, a lot of their roster is a lot of guys who have a lot of talent, but I mean, some of them are also somewhat unproven and some are proven. You know, so it's kind of like Giordano's the most proven out of all of them. You know, yeah. besides, you know, maybe Grubauer as a goaltender, but you don't make a goalie a captain. So you kind of Unless you're Roberto Luongo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stamkos sure. has been uh, in the same place that Kucherov has been. He's been in the same place as the rest of the roster. They're out to lunch or dinner. They're still they're still hung over from their uh, – especially Kucherov. He's still hung over from his uh, Stanley Cup celebration, probably from being drunk all day. <laughs> And, and Benny did bring up a good point. You know, Pittsburgh did play a perfect road game tonight, which they did. And uh, Jim and Fluss St. Tampa has played a ton of games the past 18 months. Don't you think that catches up to the body eventually? Oh, yeah. It definitely catches no, up. for sure. Shorter like said, offseason, too. And that's kind of where the Stanley Cup hangover comes from. Is is It's not necessarily the parting they do afterwards. It's everything leading up to it and you getting to that point. Uh, it's It's been a shorter offseason than normal. Um, Stanley Cup was usually raised in June. I think it was, what, July when it got raised? So you yeah. had two months off instead of getting three and a half. Yeah. And then you're right back to work. So, yeah, no, absolutely, Jim, 100%. It, it does take a toll. But you know, these guys are professional athletes. You know, these guys are literally built for this. So, and it's – you know, I'm not. I'm not making any excuses for anybody. But like I said, it's it, it, there's a there's a hangover here, and, and you can see it. But you know, Pittsburgh had a little bit more rest, probably by like a couple of weeks. Some of these other teams are going to have more rest. It's like again, I'm going to jump back to football here. You know, everybody wants to use a shortened preseason as an excuse for some of these teams having slow starts. What about the teams that are having fast starts? They all have the same amount of rest. You know what I mean? So I mean. I get what you're saying, but in that same breath, you know, everybody's essentially running off the same amount of time, you know, same amount of break. You know, the only difference is a matter of a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, Don, Don, I'm hoping somebody picks up Bobby Ryan too. Uh, Benny, anyone else going to have a tough time watching Giordano with his helmet on? <laughs> Hey, don't don't hey. don't knock on don't knock on us, Baldy. Hey. I would take offense to that if I actually shaved my oh, head, but I don't. Going back to that point with naming Jared Dotto captain, I think that even if you had some other prospects, I think he was a clear cut option, not really others to choose from. But even if you did, I like his veteran leader. I think he's ready to be a captain because you could have easily thrown it on a young guy too, oh, yeah. a, a guy that's going to be a captain with this team for a longer period of time than Giordano. But I think, you know, going the leadership veteran route, definitely the way to go. But he's, you know, like I said, he shows a lot of leadership ability in his hockey. Oh, there's one. 
There's one. Who got the first one for uh, Tampa? Reflected from a point. That's what they got to do at this point. And this is like the team can do is stamp it. So there's 91. He was taking uh, the handshake. Looks like, Sorelli. looks like it was Sorelli. I think he got a uh, Yeah, yeah Sorelli was uh, the first one taking the handshakes on the bench. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Stamkos was taking the handshakes in the um, before they hit the bench. But, yeah, definitely. Stammer may have gotten a help. Uh, I think he got a helper. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, deflected Sorelli. Yep. Oh, wow. Tampa scored. And they no pulled the goalie, too. No shutdowns for you. They have the, uh, they have the uh, goalie pulled, too. They pulled him at, like, six and a half minutes, which is kind of crazy, but um, they got plenty of time. Now they're down two with five and a half to go. There's, there's a chance here, boys. There's a chance. I don't think it's very good, but there's a chance here. Uh, that goal is definitely going to give Tampa Bay some momentum. They just have to be able to build off it and not let Pittsburgh respond. Well, right now, Pittsburgh – oh, wow. I actually thought for a second they scored. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> that would have made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. I'm telling nice you, pass. Uh, nice pass. Cross ice to Sergeyev. I'm going to keep going to the well, <laughs> but this is a quick striking team. Game. Game, set, match. Empty netter. All right, that's it. And Who's that? He's wearing 53 for them now. Is that McGinn? Empty netter, huh? Wow, pulled the the, the uh, goaltender with five minutes left. That's a ballsy call. That is a ballsy call. I mean, they, they I mean, Tampa Bay scored with the goaltender pulled. That was a ter. Oh, what are they doing? That was terrible. That was yeah, horrible pinch too. And that just we had two guys there. I mean, you had Stammer covering the point, but if Stammer loses his balance and hits the ice, he can't control the puck. Right. I know. It's just that whole thing was bad. <laughs> oh, they already had Bazzy pulled when they scored that goal, Brian. Is yeah, buddy. Oh, yep. I didn't really. So I was geez, probably like five and a half, six minutes with the pulled. Yeah, that's nice. that's wow. That was nuts. I, I that's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> it didn't pay off. No, no, it did not. Well, it paid off at first. At first, it paid off, but you pretty much went from three nothing to four one. So in the end, oh, it's yeah. a wash. You you literally just traded back the goal. He's like, well, can we get one at least? Yeah. I was like, all right, you can get one, but we got to score right after. Like, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah, let I me ask you a question real quick, Bobby. Yep. Guys, offer me a trade right now in, in fantasy football. Okay. Mac Jones, uh, he's asking from me. Mac Jones, looks like Scary Terry. Joe Mixon for Najee Harris, a first and a second. Pittsburgh's offensive line is trash. Yeah, Harris but Najee Harris is. is... Yeah, he's skilled. He's got. Is this a keeper league? Yeah, Dynasty. Oh, Dynasty? Mm, yeah, this, that's different because that O-line could improve over the years. And Najee has shown a great, you know, ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Who are you giving up again? He He's a – he. this is his offer, not mine. He's right. asking for Mac Jones, Terry McLaren, Joe Mixon. No, no, you give up. Yeah, I, I would I – would, you see that he's giving you back high draft picks too, so you can potentially select studs of the future. But I would kind of want another stud now. 
and the picks. Because you're giving up Joe Mixon is young. Terry McLaurin is young. Mac Jones is young. I mean, I will Mac Jones be and maybe like a top 10 quarterback in this league? I don't know. The verdict's still out, out on that, but I would need more. Like, and, and I'm not the big Najee Harris fan either. I that's kind of what I figured. I like I was kind of leaning towards no since he threw uh, Terry McLaren in there and he's a top five receiver. Yeah, Don Don saying the same thing. Nope, declined. I wouldn't do it. Delete, 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 delete. That's why I love you guys. You guys give me, you guys give me honest. And Dan uh, saying our NHL tickets in the U.S. are ridiculously expensive as they are up here. A hundred plus dollars per ticket, eighty plus in the nosebleeds. They're not that bad in the States, um, depending upon what market you're in, too. Like, Philly, they can get a little pricey, but it, it, it's lower you go, the more expensive they get. The nosebleeds aren't that bad. They're not at nearly as expensive as 80. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the market. It depends on how, how good the team is. Like, I've gotten fairly cheap Flyers tickets. I've gotten fairly cheap Capitals tickets. Um, it depends. Uh, it depends on where you are. Yo, Clinky, Clinky in the chat. Ah, oh, Clinky's here. Let's go, Pens. Of course, he shows up when the Pens are winning four to one, and there's no chance for Tampa to come back. Very, 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 you know, like <laughs> slick there. I see what you're doing, Clinky. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you miss you, buddy. We miss you on the show, pal. For those who are unfamiliar with who uh, Michael Clinkoff is, he used to do uh, fantasy dominance now with me and and Rob back in the day, and he was a uh, Long-time host of the Hockey Happy Hour with us for a long time. He was. He was. That he was felt the Penguins playing, you know, winning, and he felt the fantasy football question. That's what brought him. That put him over the edge. Oh, Clinky. <laughs> Clinky. You sensed it. My guy. His his trade senses were tingling. <laughs> hope you're uh, – yeah, right? I hope you're doing well, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, we miss you, man. buddy. Yeah, brother. Anytime you ever want to hop back on, even if it's just a one-off, bro, we'd love to have you, man. I'd say send him the link now, but I don't know how much longer we're going to be on, so yeah, it may not be worth his while. <laughs> and he does go on to say, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> say that I'm sure Damn he does actually know what he's doing. Yeah, Just saw the Tampa goal. Nice backhand tip in. Uh, the next mm -hmm. beam coming right here. What the little girl it, dancing in yeah, the Tampa it's jersey? Gonna like the, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like the little kid dancing down at the Marlins game. Yeah, you know, like the shirt up like that, like that. That's gonna be the next one right there for hockey. <laughs> if ESPN doesn't use that in their marketing, they've seriously dropped the ball. Seriously, uh, yeah, it was a nice goal, Dan. I, 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 I think Stammer got a, a little tip on it too. So. Double deflection, that's kind of tough for any goalie to stop, I mean, let alone one. You know, you're getting two, and Kalorn just – Oh, Tampa just scored again. Yeah, they did. Wow, and a nice little in. setup in the slot. Another tip in? Yeah, well, not, not, like pretty much the, the puck comes to the crease, and he sort of poke checks it into the net. You know, he reaches oh, the stick out. Yeah, Killhorn. I thought it was Killhorn too. Just kind of reaches out and, 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 and volleys it into the back of the net. Well, watch right here. Oh no, no, no! My part, my not my fault. He did get a shot off. I thought it was more of of uh, almost poking on, uh, on the uh, on the forehand still, but where he was trying to get a stick on it. But he got a nice little wrister off there in in tight in quarters. 
That's funny too. In terms of if if our if I were a betting man and we were talking the first goal of the game, that's the where I would have laid the money on Gilhorn. Gilhorn. So little did I know. Who was it? Um, who was? Uh, this, I don't know. Uh, only priest. This yeah, isn't preseason hockey. This is the real deal. Yeah, I mean, but all goals count the same, though. Unfortunately. Well, hey, listen, man. I have no problem if you're going to call it a garbage goal. It's you pick up the trash around the net, and good things happen. Yeah. I forget what I was looking up. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was it? Ted that brought up. Where's Where's ninety one been? I think ninety one's got two points now. That's good news <laughs> for Tampa. <laughs> and then they just scored on the empty net again. Oh my Christ, Evan okay. Rodriguez. Yo, the people that bet the over are loving this right now. You know, there you go, okay. Greg. I know Greg ain't in there. Is, yeah, is Greg there? Yeah. Is I, there oh you God. go, Greggy. Covered it the over Christmas now. Morning, You're six and a half. Yeah, there you go, brother. Well, Friday. Was, this, <laughs> is, this, this is like this is like you know Christmas week, Tommy. Friday's Christmas morning with our fly guys. <laughs> yeah. That was funny as hell, though. So, Greg, uh, yeah, you should be happy, man. You got that over. And Tampa's probably beyond pissed. <laughs> Look at them. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you pull the goalie. It's a double-edged sword, man. There's not much you can do about that. No, that's true. Tommy. Tommy. I just got home from work. What are you <laughs> apologizing for, bro? It's all good. It's all good. As long as you... We saw you chiming in earlier, too. So, it's all good, brother. And then... We got uh, uh, Don Don uh, Milakovic has uh, has the over on this. I think he's got the over tomorrow night too. <laughs> Let's see. Quickie saying, honestly, thought we would have got killed tonight with everybody missing. There's uh, another. Yeah. Hey, you Six know what? Two. Jeff Carter. Well, JC, motherfucker. Well, this escalated quickly. This definitely did. This definitely did. <laughs> well, I think the big difference in this game, boys, was defense on defense. You know, Penguins minus some stars. Their defense came out and played well, and Tampa Bay's did not. Yeah, you know, no, I for mean, sure. There was there was some chatter about you know um, Bazzi giving up some soft goals. Yeah, they they might appear soft, but I think it was a deficiency in the defense playing in front of him, keep putting him him in bad spots, having him go post to post, leaving that five hole open specifically on goal number two. Yeah, and goal number three, you can't fault him too much. I mean, deflections are tough goals to stop. I mean, deflects off of his own player, his own defenseman, and goes five hole on him. It's tough because you know you're you're going one way, and then all of a sudden. Puck goes the other way. It's kind of tough to stop that momentum sometimes. Um, not making excuses because Vassy will rebound. Uh, it's this defense will rebound. It is the Tampa Bay Lightning after all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's like I've been preaching all night. Time of possession is huge when you're playing a hockey game and you have a lead. Time of possession was all Pittsburgh. You know, it it was two nothing going into this period. Mikey, we love you, buddy. Um, you know, going to the end of the third period, it's a two nothing game. It kind of like, you know, it that that's how you win games. You control the puck, you control the clock, and and Pittsburgh did that for the most part. Tampa Bay got some good good goals here, a couple deflection goals. I think the other one was uh, he may have been screened a little bit on the other one, but that was a really good shot by Kalorn. 
Um, so I'm not going to take any credit away. Great pass from Stammer in the, into the slot. It's just a matter of Tampa Bay didn't have much time. They didn't have much time. They didn't control the puck. Pittsburgh yeah. did. Yeah. Early on, the first 10 minutes of the game, it was a little back and forth affair where they were matching it. And then after that, Tampa Bay just kind of died off. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Chris is saying, if, I, if I'm mistaken, has Point been a complete non-factor tonight? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Point has nothing going on. And I love Dan's shot here. He said, I like how Arby's is taking a shot at McDonald's McRib. Arby's wants that smoke. <laughs> they really are, though. They really are. They're saying, hey, you got that processed rib? Come to us. We're gonna we're gonna give you that real rib. It's gonna be pretty much right off the bone. I want smoke. We Listen, I want, want smoke. <laughs> I'd go to Arby's and get that all day, every day over that that gross McRib. And twice yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's man. real. They got the meats. They do have the meats. But here's the thing: like, why would I go get a McRib and eat a meat bone or whatever the hell they call that thing? Like, that's <laughs> why. Bone. I love that. Why? If you, if you eat enough McRibs, you actually grow a third arm. True story. If you eat McRibs. Look at, if Se- you... look at Seattle going crazy right now. Or is that or – no, I'm sorry. No, Vegas. I think that's Vegas. It's Vegas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But still, though, love the energy in Vegas, man. They always get so hyped for the, yeah, for the yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, everybody was questioning their uh, – uh, one, 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 guy, one guy specifically. The well, location because... – yeah, well, because their last little venture into the desert was a miserable fucking failure. So it's not like they had a very good precedent in set ahead of them. It's not the location. It's who's running that team. That team's been there for how long now? And they're still shit. That's true. They, so set, the, they set the Vegas Golden Knights up for success there. Uh, Jersey Mike's is gross, but yeah, it's definitely better. So, it's definitely better. Uh, it is officially final. Pittsburgh wins 6-2. to two. And Mike Sullivan has just tied Dan Bowsman for the second most wins in franchise history as a head coach. Really? I figured he would have long passed him. No, and I just tied him. So there you go. So Dan Bowsman and Mike Sullivan, he continues to outshine Dan Bowsman, which is fine. Dan Bowsman was overrated as a coach anyway. So. <laughs> All right, so you go now- right to Vegas. Yeah. Yes. We are right here now in the fort. Which is a really good. I mean, I, I was with you, Maddie. Like, you know, I was questionable and suspect as well. But, man, Vegas has turned into it. I mean, I think it supports when you have other teams in town now. You know what I mean? But it, it's turning into a huge, uh, a huge sports market, man. And it's already been a great gambling market. So, you know, that is probably something we should have took into consideration there. Boosh, yeah. Guys, we got Boosh and Boosh. We got Boosh and Boosh tonight. We got Neil Bouchergrass and Brian Boucher calling this game. That's what I'm I'm all about this one. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of figured it was going to be a great sports market, frankly, because of the betting market in LA or in in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only a matter of time before we see a baseball team go there. And I'm going to be real with you. I think it's going to be Oakland. Yeah, I think so too. Just keep that trend going of all the <laughs> of all the Bay Area teams that <laughs> go into Vegas. First it was the Raiders. Now it's the now it's the Athletics. <laughs> yeah, which would be a real shame for the for the Bay Area too, because I mean 
Giants A's games are still huge there, like as big as say like uh you know, like Mets Yankees here, you know, in the tri-state area, you know what I mean? If not even bigger, and to not have that anymore, that would be a kind of shame. I mean, yeah, I mean, they'll still have it, though, I think, to an effect. But, I mean, I don't know how far San Fran is from Vegas, but it's not right across the bay. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be the biggest difference. And I think the reason why they they are threatening to move out of Oakland is because the Athletics want a new stadium and they're not going to give it to them. Yeah. So they say, okay, we'll go somewhere where they're going to give us the new stadium. And yeah. I don't blame them. That that the Coliseum's falling apart. It, it, it wouldn't be such a big deal if the owners were willing to put, you know, pay out of pocket for the stadium, but they always want the city to pay for it, you know. And that's where the real problem comes into play. There, it's like you want the whole city to pay for it, yet you've got how much money, and you're not willing to shell out for a new stadium. I think they have to. I think the city has to pay for it. I don't think the owners can. I just, think it's there's all like licensing stuff and all this other shit that's involved as well. And picking see, the location and all that other fun stuff. It, I think it has to be the city that pays for it. That's just But I'm, I could be wrong about that. I mean, you're probably right. It's just one of those things of, you know, that's just one of those things of, you know what? With these owners, man, they make how much money? in the freaking team. It's like, you know what? You should be fucking responsible for a new goddamn stadium, not the city. Because a lot of times the city can't afford it anyway. You know what I mean? Well, let's be real. So all, right, all, right, like, all right, all right, So here's a way to think about it, Maddie. Let's look at let's look at the Arizona Coyotes here for a second. Sure, go right ahead. You have to go through leasing through the city of Phoenix, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously. Same idea. It's yeah. the same idea. They have to go through the city to put up a new... A new stadium. It's like if we, one of us wanted to build a house on, on an open uh, plot of land, we got to go through the town. We got to go through the county. True. It's the same idea. It's the same idea. You still have to go through the city to get permits and licensing and approval to build on that spot and all this. There's just, it's so complicated. And But, yeah, you ha- I'm pretty sure you have to go through the city to do it. You can't just do it. No, I get that. It's just one of those things. But, you know, it's not that they couldn't do it. You know, that's the shame of it. Because you know that the possibility is there. You know, it's just, eh, you know, you would just wish that it's like, well, I mean, yeah, there's fans who love that franchise. But holding it over the city's head is just kind of shitty. You know what I mean? That's just, it's a shitty thing to do. At least in my opinion. It is. But I get what you mean. Saying. I mean, I if that's the case, and teams are going to be putting up stadiums every couple of years. Well, I mean, you could always tear down the old one, just put a new one on the. It's what Al Davis tried to do. (laughs) (laughs) No, like facts, seriously. (laughs) But um, yeah, Don, I was saying, I feel so bad for the Arizona fans. And then Prism's uh, response to that was, "It's fan, not fans. Don't feel bad." (laughs) Roscoe seems up to Oakland. (laughs) NHL to Oakland. Oh, I don't feel bad for Arizona fans either. Like you, you're if you're rooting for the Coyotes, you're a glutton for punishment. Pretty I know much. because I'm a glutton for punishment my, myself. I, I, it's a whole other story for another day. But yeah. <laughs> NHL to Oakland. The last time they were there, they were the uh, Golden Seals. <laughs> I was gonna say they were the Seals, weren't they? Yeah, they played in the Cow Palace. And unfortunately, the Seals never had a winning season in their entire history in the NHL. <laughs> NHL to Oakland. That's an interesting one. I still want to see another team go back to Canada. 
I mean, it, we'll see as we go forward. They are getting ready to do the national anthem here in Vegas as the glow sticks are all over the place there in uh, Vegas. You know, they That's should get so out cool. glow sticks all over the place in, in hockey stadiums. I, they don't do it in all of them. They should, though. No, I think they do it in the ones that they feel like are going are gonna, to um, work the best, and I think Vegas is one of those ones. And I think the I Flyers could be – I mean, it depends on what they got going on. Um, you want to talk Ducks, Don? Don, there you go. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> it's another year. <laughs> Seriously, it's another year. The roster is pretty much what I expected, and a couple guys made the roster I didn't expect. But we're, uh, I'm not expecting to. Uh, is that's California Golden Seals? One of the same difference. They were in, yeah, they were in the Bay Area, though. It, they went through several name changes. They went through California Golden Seals. They were the Oakland Seals at one point. They had multiple names. They had to rebrand a few times because, like I said, they never had a winning season. If anybody knows their hockey history, it's 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 this cat here. I will, I will point <laughs> that out. He knows his hockey history better than, than me, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, Chris, nope. there's going to be a couple couple nice guys to watch. Like, I'm excited for Zegras. I'm excited for Drysdale. I'm excited for a couple other guys, but I have very little expectation for this team. I'm hoping they tank and get a, an, another top five pick, but I'm hoping for a Shane Wright. But I have I have very little expectation for this team, but I, I'm hoping for the best. I really am. I'm hoping for more wins than last year. Don Don saying I kind of feel the same. I'm only here for Raymond Sider. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, we're getting ready to drop the puck here. Yeah, the top line of Detroit's going to be, I think it's going to be a young, formidable team. It's going to be a team I'm going to be looking to stack for, uh, you know, cheap salary on DFS, I'll tell you that much. Until the world, until the word gets out, that is. Who's that spinning the wheel? Ah, They they got the UFC belt. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, uh, Brandon Marana. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that, you know, Vegas is the home of, of UFC pretty much. Well, not pretty much. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Johnny's going out to uh, Las Vegas to go see his boy Danny Portier fight. Nice. Oh, nice. Big trip out there right now. Oh, here we go. Cracking oh. officially an NHL team now. Yes. They are officially here, and Don Don saying this is All right. crazy. Prism saying, "Let's go cracking." All right, boys. Same oh. same shoot as earlier. Who gets the first goal? Who's getting it? Who's getting it? We're 15 seconds in. I'm gonna say Giordano, the captain. Oh! Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh! Oh my there God! There it is. Score! Oh no! Went over the pot. Oh, oh wow. what a chance! Oh wow! What a chance! Woo. Wow. Jaden Schwartz almost pops the first one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we got a penalty. I got it's gotta be on Vegas it's, because of that pressure. It is, it's Petrangelo. Oh, okay then. You know, for some reason Seattle just Oh, it's Jordan Eberle, sorry. It, it, well, yeah, Eberle, but maybe that's the connection right off the off the crossbar. Wow, I thought that was in. Um Seattle reminds me of like the Islanders of the West. 
now for some reason. I don't know if it's like the the C theme in their in their logo or what have you, but. Yeah, no, I think it's the uniforms because I'm I'm feeling you on that vibe. I'm feeling right? you on that Islanders vibe. Yeah, I think totally, it's the uniforms. Totally like non-arbitrary sports point, you know what I mean? But just overall vibe and feel that I'm getting off watching their first game here. They're they're playing hungry. They're playing hot. Phew. They're coming out know. guns blazing. Uh, I think if anybody folds Dan, it's going to wind up being the Coyotes over the Panthers. Panthers actually. Yeah. When they play well, they actually have some kind of a fan base. I, I mean, that, they're still not selling out tickets, but I mean, we're selling if out they, games. If they string together a few good seasons, like really, really good seasons, where they're competing in the Atlantic Division, they might start finally getting some sellouts. They might generate some buzz for them. But, you know, they have the ability to do so. They absolutely do. I mean, last year we saw that, okay, this team – you know, if they can get their shit together, they can be a very good team. And they fought Tampa hard in that playoff series. They lost, but they fought hard. So the potential's there for the Panthers. For the Coyotes, Ooh, I don't know pass. what the fuck oh. they're going to do. Well, they're obviously doing well enough to afford a nice high contract for their coach there and Joel Q. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, that to me marks a team that's actually doing well. Correct me if I'm wrong. They just gave Barkov an extension too, did they not? That is correct. Yes. Uh, Twenty more million than we signed Couturier for. Or Flyers mm-hmm. yeah, Couturier for the same amount. For the same yeah. amount. Yeah. Uh, speaking of um, speaking of extensions, Nick Suzuki got an extension today as well. He did. What do you guys think of that? Did you guys hear about the extension? Oh uh, yeah, it was an eight-year extension. Um, I did not see the price. Seven point eight nine, I believe. But I think Suzuki is worth it. I think he's he's a very talented guy, and I think that he's going to be a big part of what the Canadians' identity is going to be moving forward. So I really like his game. He's he's that kind of guy who's very relentless with the puck, and a lot of the Canadians are actually. But I think he, um, I, I like I said, I think he's going to be a big part of the makeup moving forward. So I totally am fine with this deal. Wow, Vegas is fast. They're flying right now. Pacioretty. There it is. There it is. Max Pacioretty with the first goal. Oh, good goal. He just he sniped that. Wow. He did. Wow. Was that power play it ended, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's a guy that Boy. needs to have a big year, too. I think he gets traded at some point this year, though. I... <laughs> I mean, I this uh, I mean for Seattle though, you know, even though they came out very aggressive and they almost scored, and their power play didn't really do anything here, you know, the one thing that they can ill afford to do is to let that one go into their heads because they did everything right but score, and then Vegas started to throw themselves down at the other end with their speed, and Pacioretty got a goal because the defense. You know, tried, but it couldn't get that puck to stop from going in. But so, that's the thing. That, that's the thing is, and that's going to be one, to me. This is going to be one of the keys for Seattle to get this one tonight. Is can they stop the speed? Because right yeah. now, early on, Vegas is flying, and they're flying all kinds of around them. Yeah, all kinds of around them. That was have, that was an easy three on two for them. That that was, and that's the thing. Like. You know, the Kraken have to calm down here and they have to play a little bit better defensively, tighten up in their own zone, you know, because 
they have to remember it's like, hey, listen, you had Vegas on their heels there at the very beginning, and they had to take a penalty because you were playing so hard. You got to remember you could take it to them, you know, just you got to play a little tighter defensively and don't let that first goal get into your head, you know, because that can be that can happen sometimes. You let up that first goal after you did everything right but get that goal, and then you start playing a little loose defensively, and then it all goes to shit. So for Seattle, they can't let this, you know, get them down here. So far, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for number forty-one. That's Nolan Patrick. Eh. Boo! <laughs> Boo this man. Could care less what he does tonight. Wow. Vegas with an eight sixty-one win percentage when scoring first. That's impressive. That leads the world. That's Vegas, all right. <laughs> that sounds like them. By the way, I think they changed the artwork on the center ice. A little bit of mm -hmm. a different design around the Knights logo than what they had last oh, year. Oh, yeah. No, I think it was about the same as it was last year. No, no, it was actually a lot more gold to it last year than what they got now. They got a little bit more of a leaf kind of like design. Going on over there. They had it kind of like a it looks token. the same to me. But, Either way, though, it's supposed to, I guess, resemble like a token that you would get at a casino or what have you. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. A golden coin back from like the uh, the Egyptian days, you know, Caesar's <laughs> Palace, baby. <laughs> Good play there by Seattle. Forced a turnover. They got to fly. They got to go. <laughs> Benny, Benny's Nation. Yeah, Haxel is having a stroke because you know this is not how he wants to play. <laughs> yeah, they're playing very sporadic hockey, like a, like a hamster in a hamster wheel right now, bringing uh, kind of a la when the Flyers played under Haxel in the past. Um, but uh, I like the the energy though. They're coming. They're coming out aggressive. Like trying. They realize the importance of this game. That it's not just a regular game in their career. This is, you know, the first game of this organization's history. You know what I mean? Like, so there, there, there's a lot on the line in this game. This is great for opening night of hockey. Is it just me or am I not seeing the ads on the jerseys? No, it is not you. Um, yeah, there are no ads on the jerseys. No, look at top left, I think. Or or is that a, a patch of some sort? It's a, like uh, They have the inaugural season patch on Seattle's, and then they have um, the all-star game patch for Vegas. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. And then for there... Tampa Bay, I didn't see it for Pittsburgh, but for Tampa Bay, they had the uh, Stanley Cup banner. Was it on the helmet? I didn't even see one on the helmet. No, it should definitely be on the oh, helmet. Good puck movement. Oh, oh, yeah, that was really good puck movement from Seattle here. See, this is what I'm talking about. They're calming down. They're starting to play their game a little bit here and getting some pressure down on Vegas. They're not letting that first goal go to their head, which is a good thing. Here's a question, though. I and mean, it's kind of based off because I'm, I'm kind of break your balls a little bit here, Maddie. What is their game? Uh, their game right now, grinding. Really, if anything else, that's kind of what their game has been in the preseason. It's been grinding it out, not necessarily being speedsters. The only reason why I'm asking is because new team, new roster, new coaching staff. I think they still have a little ways to go to figure out what kind of team they are. Uh, so I, I have little expectation in this game for them for that reason. Um, I would love to see them be able to to upset Vegas because, you know, <laughs> fuck Vegas. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, I think we're going to find out in a few weeks here what kind of team this is going to be. 
And I mean, to be fair, you bad know, bad turnover, Vegas, bad Vegas, turnover. Yeah, that is a horrible turnover. And that was a great goal. Oh my Ooh, lord, pretty. what a cute that was! God damn, he smoked him. God damn. The razzle dazzle right there, Marsh Sock. He had a great game earlier with defense, and now this game it's a little over seven, a little under seven minutes in. We already have two goals. We're getting two different games here tonight, boys. Ooh, yeah. Boy. yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, bad turnover here. Good work from the Golden Knights to force the turnover. And then Marcia so is just like, oh, I'll take this. Thank you very much. And wait till Grubauer goes way out of his net and just pop it right on him. Still not a gimme, though, there. In order to be able to get enough zip on that puck as, he, as his body's going one way uh, beyond the goal line, that's a tough goal. That's a goal scorer's goal right there. Yeah, it is. Brad Marchessault. Oh. Dan, Dan right. St. Seattle copied off Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, I mean, Maddie is correct in terms of a new team built like this. You got to assume that they have to grind because they're not – they're going to get out-talented no matter what the matchup is, right, specifically against a strong team like Vegas. But to Brian's point, too, this team – this team's not going to have an identity until like game 35. You know, I, so I, I see both of your sides here on this. I'm going to sit right on the fence. Oh, no, for sure. And then I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't, I was just breaking his balls a little bit just because it's. We're having a little debate. Exactly. Hey, yeah. It's hey, a little debate. Hey, you know, hey. Um, oh! <laughs> I can't get too loud. Remember I'm in an apartment. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time for this team to, to develop some kind of uh, an identity. And, and and I mean, yeah, I'll sit here. I'll say Maddie is right. You know, they're going to have to grind it out. Um, but it's going to it's going to take time. And it, this Vegas team is the second best roster in hockey, in my opinion. So you have we like I was talking about. Holy shit! Almost two hours ago, you have your top three. You have Colorado, which is number one, in my opinion. Vegas, which is number two in my opinion, you have Tampa. This is number three in my opinion. So you know we're seeing we're seeing a, a bunch of the better teams already, and Vegas is, is showing why they could still be a favorite in the West. You know they still have the speed. They still have the ability to to uh, make teams, um, you know, pay for costly turnovers. Like we just saw with Brad Marchessault. Um, you know, incredibly talented player. He's got some filthy mitts and. Whew. We got a two nothing lead here. You know they they transition. They, they really are one of the, if not the best transitioning team in in, in the NHL, and a lot of that has to do with their with their with their speed. <laughs> Don Don, call shut him. up, Don Don. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, says, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's just saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> even when the team decides to leave the conference. <laughs> Yeah, and on the flip side, Brian, for Seattle, what you got to do here is I like the energy and the offensive presence that they're having. They're trying to make that extra pass right now, the pretty pass. Do, do one, you know, one, two passes into the zone and get the rubber on the on the net. You know what I mean? You know, that's how you're going to get battle back in this game. You know, hopefully one of those goes in, you know, deflection, maybe even a cheapy rebound or whatever. That's what you got to do if you're going to grind it out. No, for sure, yeah. and and here's the thing: it's and and you, to your point, you know, they are looking for that extra pass. You know who's really 
fond of that extra pass before the shot? Yeah. Their head coach, Dave Haxtell. Yeah. yeah. So you're seeing Dave Haxtell's system right now where he loves that extra pass for some reason and he doesn't want guys to shoot when they have an open shot. Yeah. Um, that's going to be one of those things is they have to ignore that. And, yeah, Rob, I absolutely a 1,000% agree. Take the shot if you got it. Yeah. Funny Take enough, the shot if you got it. You got to put the rubber on that. Eight shots on goal for Seattle, only three for Vegas. So Vegas got it. Oh, a chance. Oh, they tried to make, tried to get that pass to the open guy. Got stopped. That's a shame. Had a good opportunity there. But anyway, uh, first I'm saying, Brian's saying these same things about Vegas Golden Knights when they're watching the Stanley Cup from home. So? That doesn't mean they don't have one of the best rosters. I think Colorado has the best roster in the NHL. Where where have they been? Yeah, they won the President's Trophy. That was their biggest mistake. Never win that fucker. You know that's not going to end well. <laughs> and they, sure enough, it didn't end well. They lost to Vegas in the. It's division. all right, Priz. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. We'll sit here in silence if if we have to. Well, maybe not silence, but we'll wait. Shut it. For the answer. Sorry, my one. Hello, you shut up too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, just be, just because you have the best roster doesn't necessarily mean you're the best team. So keep that in mind. So keep that in mind. Don Don, uh oh. <laughs> he knows. Don Don knows. Don 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 learned last week. And then he says, "Ladies, stop fighting." <laughs> you lock it up. <laughs> you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it down. Shut it if down. If they don't win anything ever of substance, how do they have a great roster? Because they have a great roster. They have some of the best players in the league on all on one roster. That doesn't make them a good team. That doesn't make them a great team. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, Rob. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. They got a great team on paper. They got a great roster. That doesn't make them a great team. Look at the Eagles. They have a shitty roster, and they are, in fact, a shitty team. <laughs> no, it's just, um, you know, just it just doesn't always work on paper. Base, you totally redeemed yourself. And I wasn't that off base. And, and then uh, Prism saying they have solid overachieving roster. And Benny's oh. Nation saying, stop, you're scaring us, kids. <laughs> Benny, mommy, mom and dad have to have it out real quick. To go to your room. I feel like the kid in the corner and his dad came home drunk and his wife's like, you need to stop doing this to the family. No. Shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, again, are we reading John Gruden's emails again? I didn't know we were doing Oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Is that misogynistic? I do apologize. No. I do apologize. I didn't mean okay, to cross the line. It's a hockey show. Listen, man, everything's on the table when it's a hockey show. Then you apologize for it later because you know you're going to make mistakes. All right, so, Chris, I want you to think of it this way, Chris. Hang on real quick. Chris, I want you to think of it this way. Um, So if you look at Vegas' roster, right, you have Alex Petrangelo, former captain. You have uh, Pax – or Pax, wow. Um, Max Pacioretty, who's a 30-goal scorer. You have Brad Marchessault, 30-goal scorer. You have 
William Carlson, 30-goal scorer. Braden McNabb, very solid defenseman. You bring back Alec Martinez, another really good defenseman. You have a solid goaltender in Robin Lanier. That's a good roster. That is a great, almost a great roster. Frank's comment, I heard misogynistic. We're going to Guam. <laughs> Frank, you're ruining me. Um, well done, Frank. Well done. They have a great roster. That doesn't necessarily make them a good team. A good team is going to be something that is, uh, I don't know, that's Tampa. They got a they got a good roster, but they're also a good team because they can put it together and win. <laughs> if Seattle loses, they fold after this game. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see that happen. Oh, that's funny. I like that one. They move in the middle of the night to Quebec. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then they shift Detroit back into the Western Conference and say, tough shit. We don't care if that's what you wanted. <laughs> and then Don Don gets his Dang. best wish. Detroit gets to face Colorado four times a year. <laughs> but that's Mark my point. Crawford, is it is a great roster. Mark Crawford. No. <laughs> no, and that's my point, Priz. It is a good roster because you know what? It's not it's – not... if you look at things on paper, they're, they're the – they're the second best roster in the NHL because they're deep. They have a lot of talent and they win hockey games. What's the difference between a good team and a great team. And which is why I say they're a good team. Great teams put it together and get to the Stanley cup finals. Their first team was great. Their first team was great. This team is good, but they're not great, but they have a great roster because they can win, win hockey games in the regular season. They can't win hockey games in the playoffs. That's the difference, I think. That's kind of where I'm getting at. That's your difference maker there. That's the difference between having a great team with a great roster and having a good team with a great roster. Meanwhile, we're because they have a ton of talent. They have a ton of talent. Right now, we're seeing an ad on ESPN for ESPN's True Love, the NBA. (laughs) We all know that they're only flirting with hockey. Why did I be, when did I become public enemy number one over here? Now Don Don's like you lost the argument team prism. Man, man. Well, Mando Whatever. Garcia. This has nothing to do with that. But uh, he said uh, need the under six and a half for a great night. The thought Seattle would play defense looks like Vegas is going to come out to uh, going to come out too hard though. Go Knights. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. There's still uh, there's still plenty of time here. To, we'll see what happens. And Chris is saying, Brian, you keep this arguing up. You're going to be watching the rest of this game from the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. I got, it's I right there. What Brian said. I'm going to get my. Oh, there it is. It's right there. It's only about five Wait. steps away. <laughs> I, right, this is this is well documented, Don Don. I am not a sane person. This is why I'm entertaining. <laughs> I've been locked up by the police and dropped on my head way too many t- times to be saying. Benny's Nation, Daddy, why is your best friend always over when you go to work? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, over, no, under, Daddy, on the no. <laughs> I mean, let's be, let's be real. Let's be real. There is a difference between having a good team and having a great roster. How many times have we seen it in sports? It doesn't necessarily just have to be hockey. We've seen great teams win with great rosters, but we've seen 
great rosters. Prez, you're this close, bro. You're this close. What's going to happen? I have no idea, but you're this close. Um, yeah, we see it in all sports. We see it in all sports. Great rosters don't necessarily make great teams. And then for, for Dan, what's the over under the Canucks beating the Flyers? Zero percent. That's right. Flyers winning on Friday. That's what I'm talking about. Hang on. Let yeah. me pull that up. Let me pull it up real quick. I got DraftKings. I can't bet on anything, but let's go. I mean, the Canucks are a strong team. You know what I mean? And Flyers have a lot to prove. You know, no, they, they are. The this poor season. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Canucks uh, m- might be favored. But, you know, at home, if, you know, going West Coast to East Coast, that's even though it's the beginning of the season, that's still not an easy task. I like our chances. <laughs> wow, it's not letting me see Friday's games. Well, that's rude. Don not saying my heart can't take this. <laughs> Neither can mine, but yet you guys still keep doing this to me. <laughs> I got your back, man. It's us I'm... versus the world. You're damn right. <laughs> You're damn right. Sammy's Screw you guys. Sammy. Benny's nation saying Brock is on the IR, so that's not going to help. True. That is true. Mm. Not at all. Not at all. All right, hang on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Give me a second here. Meanwhile, Seattle trying to get something going here in the Vegas zone. Keeping the puck, but question is, will Vegas get on the pinch? No, they will not. So I wonder if they don't have the uh, the over-under out for this game yet because it's not listed on DraftKings here. Let me check Fan Up, a great sponsor of ours. There you go. <laughs> Don, Don, screw you two jerks. <laughs> come on. It's my, it's my co-host. I got to get his back. Are you, are Don, you Don, come on. You're going too far here. Cancel A2D. You're a cancel culture person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy on the cancel culture. I expect more of you, Don, Don. Come on. I don't. Don, Don, you I shut don't. your mouth when you're talking to us. <laughs> my, my expectations for him have dropped. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. I'm looking at all these fan-up stuff, and I see Natalie Eganoff. She lost, <laughs> she lost this. She oh lost one, goodness. two. Uh-oh, Vegas coming in. Three. Four. Penalty coming up, and it's going to be, I think, on Seattle. And it's She lost four challenges. She lost four challenges? Holy shit. Yep, she sucks. Go to fan up. Sign up. Use promo code A2D. Get twenty five. Uh, get twenty twenty percent. I forget. Bring it up, Maddie. Bring it up. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Sign up now. Get in the action. Place your bets. Where's oh, it at? Hold on. Hold on. That's uh You're a mess. Let's get let's get it together, Matt. Listen, I was trying to check out the penalty because it was a tripping call. Hold on. The poor, there we go. It's only tripping. It's go. nothing good. There we go. The poor guy hosts the show. Is the de facto producer and trying to keep up with my live uh, high, uh, game recaps here. But this isn't and this I isn't his first rodeo. This is he's not he's no rookie. He's not you're me, right, man. Listen, right, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I can't be a great actress like you are, Sarah Jessica Parker. I am sorry. I am so sorry. You guys would be nothing without me. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, yes. sign up for the fan up. Best way to enjoy your fantasy sports daily NFL contests. More with great prizes. Sign up today. 
promo code A2D for 5,000 bonus points. It's a $50 value. That's fanup.app. I believe it's Apple only too. I believe it is Apple only. So if you got that, that Apple iPhone, get fanup. It's worth it. It's worth it unless you're Natalie Eganoff and then she just kind of, you know, just sucks at life. But anyway. Sorry, was that too harsh? I don't like her. I never did. Well, apparently. And now she's coming out, and now she's running her mouth about us. And you know what? Whatever. I'll run my mouth about her. I'll go to that level. I hope she finds <laughs> out about you. this. Too. Thank you, Don Don. I appreciate that. Fuck it's you, nice Don Don. <laughs> it's nice to be loved. <laughs> wow. How did he make that save? Ooh, got the post check. Yeah. Th- yeah, I think he did. Yeah. But my eyes have deceived me once already tonight, so. I don't think the over-unders <laughs> out for the Flyers game yet, so I can't find it anywhere. That, that's why Benny's Nation saying, Don, Don, that's okay. Oh, the following week is Darren McCarty to stick it to us. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, I heard about the people trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I'm like, ha, you guys are trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. You do not realize what fucking idiots you are. I mean, what are you really canceling of Dave Chappelle? (laughs) What are you really canceling of Dave Chappelle? His show? His show's been over for years. I don't know, man. I mean, his stand-up? You can't can't cancel his stand-up. That's his stand-up. That's just what it is. And it's hysterical. His show? Uh, I I could take it or leave it. It was hit or miss. It was either really, really funny... Voice is really, really dumb. Flares are. Dan saying the flares are the inbred child of the Pens and the Bruins. No, no, we're more of the inbred child of like the, of the Rangers and actually of the Rangers and the Bruins. Actually, I think that's really where the inbred came from. It's got to be original six teams because the Pens came into the league. They were born the same year we were, so that's the thing. Like the Pens. They're more of an inbred child of like Detroit and Chicago. Why? Because they're just fucking. Dead. But anyway. Yeah, people are a little too sensitive, Don Don. I, I agree. We need to get out of this culture. Like, I'm all about, you know, treating people the way that they deserve to be treated. You know, it's a golden rule. Do unto others as you would want done to yourself. You know what I mean? So, but people need to realize like, jokes are jokes. Some cross the line. Yeah, absolutely. But in the same breath, like, jokes are jokes. Like, Dave Chappelle's a comedian. He's paid to make jokes. If you don't like his jokes, don't listen to his stand-up. If you don't like his show, don't watch it. If you don't like okay. Pepe Le Pew, turn off Looney Tunes. But don't ruin it for everybody else who does. Like, we need to get back to where we were when we were actually, like, thick-skinned people. Like, any kind of racial slur, any kind of hate, or anything like that should not be tolerated. I absolutely a thousand percent agree to that. But we need to stop the cancel culture because otherwise yeah. we're not going to have anything left. We're not. We're not. We have to get over this. We have to just move past it. We have to. I mean, Daniel Tosh is probably one of the most controversial comedians because he's definitely misogynist. But it's just a joke. And you don't Don like them. Don't watch them. And Dan. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Time out. 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 I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, Maddie. Don't you dare move on yet. 
people want to give Dave Chappelle a hard time. But they don't want to give Bob Saget a hard time when his stand-up consists of him making sex jokes about having sex with his daughter. Hmm. I didn't even know that, honestly. When he makes Bob, when he makes Danny Tanner jokes about sleeping with Stephanie or a DJ or Michelle or anything like that. <laughs> hashtag all in the family slash hashtag the Jeffersons. <laughs> John John chimed back in in the right, right, right time, yeah. <laughs> But like things like this is stuff that we can like people can learn from, you know what I mean? Like the the thing that boggles my mind about this cancel cancel culture, and I'm glad we're yes I'm still there. Wait 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 wait. Where's my remote? My TV's gonna turn off. There it is. <laughs> I'm still here. Got a little um, idle function. The thing about about like some of these shows and these things like, if kids come into that situation in real life, how are they gonna know how to handle it? If you sit there and you you sit there and, and what's the word I'm looking for? Overprotect your kids. You're not gonna know. They're not gonna know how to handle their lives when they come into real life situations. It just it that makes no sense to to keep doing what we do. We can we can learn from these things. Kids ask a question, you teach them from it. Oh, Pepe Le Pew, he's running around chasing a cat because he thinks it's a skunk. That's rape culture. He's not trying to rape her. He's trying to woo her. There's a difference here. We have to we have to get past all this shit. But anyway, we're a hockey show. I'm Dodd, Maddie. Let's go. All right. Now, Dan, you are wrong. The Canucks did not come into the same league as the Flyers. They did not come in at the same time. The Canucks came in a little later. And the reason why is, is because uh, the NHL wanted to expand its U.S. markets because there was more money in the U.S. markets than there was in the Western Canadian market at the time. But when the WHA threatened to take a team to Vancouver, that's when they decided in the, uh, I believe it was the early 70s, they said, okay, let's go expand a team over in Vancouver. So Because when the Flyers came into the league, they came in with the Penguins, the Blues, the Minnesota North Stars, the L.A. Kings, and the Seals. Those were the teams that came in with the Flyers. Canucks came just a slight bit later. And to kind of tie the two together real quick in terms of, you know, this PC world we're living in, what's going to be next? Is it going to be the Vancouver hockey team? Because Canuck Mm -hmm. is a derogatory term towards a Canadian. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. Is it not? Yes, it's historical foundation. The historical root of the word is a slang term for a Canadian. And I guarantee you, Dan, I'm not, I don't mean to speak for you, but I will, because uh, because you're saying the flares every time. So I'm come back. To you. <laughs> um, that you probably have no problem with the name Canucks, but basically your team is being, you know, a derogatory statement towards every time they're calling the Canucks. So I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like. On the one hand, it's kind of like saying you're going to say like, oh, well, you're going to have a team called the, you know, from from San Antonio called the Wetbacks, like that. That's the same. It's it, there's no difference right there. Or or the team we just lost in the Redskins to give a a tangible example that we just had um, in the past. Now, it's weird with with, with Native American culture. I kind of I do see the point of it, and I do support it in a way, but. There's got to be a line drawn 
And I, I dig what you were saying there, Brian. I just wanted to throw that in to, in terms of how it creeps into the hockey world. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. It's it's like everything, yeah, it's everything. Like, like, like we're not learning from our past here. Like history always tends to repeat itself, uh, right or wrong. No, yeah, pretty much. We we relived. We're reliving everything we've already gone through. Like some of this is even worse than before. I'm. I mean, I'm all for. I'm all for. I don't want to necessarily say being PC, but I'm all for respect. I'm all for, you know, obviously not no hate, love, like love conquers all, right? I'm all for that. Um, but again, we need to be able to have things where we can teach our kids what's right and what's wrong. If we take everything away, how are they going to know? Yeah, true. If they come up to a situation where in their later life, they've never experienced it, even just watching it as, as stupid as watching a TV show, how are they going to know how to handle it? Because they're not going to have the question, be able to ask the question, well, why? Well, it's the same thing if, if somebody's going to be offended if someone's going to teach World War II. Well, you should teach World War II so that there's never another Hitler that comes to power. Wouldn't that be nice, right? You're supposed to teach these things. Yeah. you got to mm -hmm. do that. And you can't manby-pamby it. History's mm. not pretty. There's because we have to, we have to, we have to continue down. to learn. Yeah. yeah, we have to continue to learn from our past and our mistakes. And that's how we as a human race become better. That's how we as a human race evolve. That's how we as a human race continue to grow is learning from our mistakes and taking those lessons and using them every day moving forward. Yeah. And John Malmo saying, best hope we don't repeat. Um, our economy doesn't need to visit the late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. And yeah. then I uh, was saying Darn our motto is there. we're all Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, they, there's pride within that. So it, it's weird. It's a it, it's a fine line, and and again, I see it on both sides of the coin. Because if you do phase out some things in life, Brian, over centuries, you know that's how you know you can eliminate you know you know racism, misogyny, you know anti-gay sure. slurs. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that you're speaking against that. I think that just comes in terms of the logical reasoning behind it, but definitely need to study history or else you're doomed to repeat it i mean I, that's been yeah. as true as it's been a hundred years ago as it is today i mean and, and that's kind of like what i'm i'm getting out of here robbie is is i'm not trying to i, I i'm trying to give like the perspective that like i obviously i'm 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 clearly against all of that like i'm probably the most genuinely like respectful be like you guys have known me forever so you know I'm, I'm speaking truth when i say like i'm the most genuine person out there like if i like you you're gonna know if i don't like you you're gonna know and it's not gonna be because of race sexual orientation anything like that i'm not gonna like you because you're probably just a piece of shit person right. just <laughs> overall um but the, the thing is is like i like using like some like this stuff like the stuff that we're going through as learning lessons for for people you know like some people just don't be like well you shouldn't just do that well why not well you just shouldn't it's not right okay give me a reason it's just not right you got to be respectful but why like everybody always asks why if we get rid of all the stuff and somebody asks why you're not gonna have a reason to tell them right 
it depends on the form like you said before with Chappelle. he's a paid comedian and i get it. i mean he he goes over the line a lot i mean he's been criticized a lot in terms of uh the jokes he makes about the uh um lgbtq community i mean uh, you know and i get that i get how how nobody wants to be the butt end of a joke but in the end it's just jokes and to jimmy's point you know people ignore what thick skin is you know in this world and 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 i do think you you know if you have thick skin and you work hard you li- you know you'll live a happy life it is that simple it's a great mm. comment there jimmy but uh you know it in it, like in the end though right i won't be happy in this world until people eliminate the adjective why does it have to be a white person a black person a gay person you know it's a person mm-hmm. a human being the fellow person you know what i mean like that's it when you cut out the adjective this world's going to be a, a a much better place to live in yeah because as long as we have that adjective there everybody's always going to be divided right right into groups and that's right. something i'm 100 for getting rid of right once we're all here, I think the world will be a better place. And that's yeah. kind of why I like the culture because that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to take everybody from being here to here. Mm. And I'm all, I'm, I'm all for that. But I just don't necessarily think we as people are doing it the right way. No, no. Mm. Right. And well, I want to get here. I want to get here because we are all people at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. You cut, right. you cut gay people open. Black people, white people, yellow people, purple people—I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Cut us all open. We all bleed red. We all have a heart. We all have two lungs. We all have two kidneys. We all have intestines. We all have everything. Two hands, ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes, a nose. We're all the same. Yeah. We're all the same. It's just yeah. getting here is, is kind of—I think we're just not doing it the right way. We'll get there. <laughs> Don, Don, we're going to need each other when this alien invasion comes in. Oh, no, yeah. we're fucked. We're going to mm-hmm. all, some of us are going to be killed immediately. Others are going to be working as slave labor to the alien over. No, see, I disagree, <laughs> I disagree, Maddie, right? <laughs> Through tragedy comes unity, comes triumph. We saw it in 9-11, and, it, and if you had it on a grander scale, like alien invasion, you would see people come together like no other time in human history. Because then they're finally going to say that maybe we really are the same. Yeah. 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 Either that or the machines will do it. But anyway, (laughs) one of them. (laughs) So. I think we need to wrap this show up now. I'm done. Yeah, we're getting all philosophical and shit. Yeah. All right, guys. So. He lost me on the machines. we, We got you guys. We got you guys all ready to go for the Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights right now. 2 0. Vegas had a couple of really golden opportunities. They got they got a good turnover, led to a great goal from Marsh. So their rush led to the goal from Max Pacioretty. Right now they're up 2-0. Can Seattle uh, rebound or are they in trouble? So with that, though, guys, we will send you off. But before we do that, we did have our show sponsor, Body Check Wellness. We also, of course, have our others, and that is Manscaped. Brian, there's one thing the ladies don't like. What is that? The junk funk. (laughs) That's right. Don't want that junk funk. 
Get rid of that shit as soon as possible because the ladies love a confident guy. And confidence does not include junk funk. That just they don't go together. So also you get 20% off free shipping with the A2D code at manscaped.com. And on top of that as well, they have a couple of gifts that they're giving out. They're giving out boxers and a trimmings bag. Because listen, if you're gonna do this at a hotel room or at your home, don't be a scumbag. Clean that shit up when you're done, please. And also boxers. Every once in a while, you want to have some nice under things when you were just lazing about the house or what have you. You know what I mean? So good stuff for you there at Manscaped. Yo, Don, Don. <laughs> what did he do this time? He said you don't want to be the Oscar the Grouch. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Dan, have a good night, brother. We appreciate you chiming in, bro. Little little uh, back and forth, but you know what? That's what we do here at A2D. We agree to disagree, and we just Absolutely. love talking hockey. Hope to see you back next week. Hopefully, um, man. Hit that, hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Let's go. Do great things. Fuck with an algorithm. Let's go. Ah! I was laughing at Jimmy's comment. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Carter Hart doesn't use Manscaped. Just a theory I have. Well, he can get that 20% off if he uses that A2D code, and he better because we need his confidence. We all need his confidence here in Philadelphia. <laughs> and again, <laughs> congratulations. And again, congratulations. She went home with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I If I was that girl, I would have been like, oh, you're Carter Hart? Okay. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, you're just a guy? Okay. <laughs> Let's go, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> John saying, have a great week. Go Flyers. Thank you, John. Take thank you, easy, John. Man. Benny saying later, fellas. What's, uh, thank you, Benny. Take it easy, bro. All right, then. And now, besides Manscaped, uh, on a serious note, if anybody out there is dealing with a mental health issue or any kind of addiction issues, call 856-651-8117, the Counseling Center and Sunrise Detox. Do not let addiction or depression or bipolarism or any kind of mental disorder or drug addiction of any kind, bring your life into a complete tailspin. You know, don't go down into that rabbit hole. Go get the help you need so that you can you can live to see tomorrow because we want to see you live to see tomorrow. And we want to see your loved ones live to see tomorrow. Get the help you need. Go. And for anyone out there who want, who wants to support A2D as well as the Hockey Happy Hour, where can they go to do that, Brian? You can head on over to phillydrinkers.com. That's Philly Drinkers LLC. We have all kinds of great A to D merch there. We got hats, T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, it's getting cooler out. Maybe get yourself an A to D hoodie. We got a zip-up, a nice light zip-up. I have that. Great hoodie. Great stuff over there at Philly Drinkers LLC. That's phillydrinkers.com. Let Alex know that we sent you. Absolutely. Yeah, they're bringing everybody back out of the cryogenic chamber. They got Linda Cohen on the intermission. Oh yeah. <laughs> minus the, minus like the glasses. I'm, I feel like I'm 17 again. Minus <laughs> the glasses. She hasn't really aged at all. Nah, definitely not. Let's see here. And then all campus giving 20% off everything in the store, including hats, shirts, and team cornhole sets to our subscribers. So get subscribed. And uh, hey, listen, man, they got the ramp booth that they like to do. John Coyle's the man. Like he really is the man down there, and um, I, I is the shore still open? I think it still is. I think, I think it, it still is for another week or two. Okay, then. So get down there as soon as you can. Check out all, all campus OC. You'll wear your team colors with pride when you go see John down there. 
I think they are currently working on a website too. I'm going to double check that real quick. Okay then. So while he checks out that specialized physical therapy, Dr. Paul Vidal, they just recently have their services in concussion as well. They considered the best physical therapist of South Jersey. And uh, hey, the doc will take care of you. If you got any aches and pains, man, they can flare up at any time, whether it's from work or from stress or what have you. You want to go see him, Burlington or Cherry Hill, New Jersey. They took care of Brian. They'll take care of you. Specialized physical therapy. That's where you want to go. Yeah, check them out. Uh, check out Allie in Burlington and Carrie and, and Cherry Hill. You could always go straight to Dr. Paul. He's our doctor. Make him yours. Jimmy, you have a good night, brother. I'll check you out on Monday. Peace, Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Jimmy's on uh, Flight Zone every Monday night, 930 with Evan Taylor. Check them out. They do a great job. They've been getting they've been getting a little heat the last couple of weeks for some of their perspectives on the Eagles, but they do a great <laughs> job over there. Jimmy and Evan are awesome. Definitely check them out every Monday night. That's all right. That's one thing that you like to do in A2D. You just like to create heat. That's all we want to do. <laughs> Hot takes. Yeah, if you're a Tacoma FD fan, the last episode, oh my goodness. It's all about the contrarian hot takes. <laughs> I have to catch up. Uh, I do have to catch up on that. Yeah, it's a great, it. it's a great episode. That last one, yep. And we have Fan Up, the best way to enjoy fantasy sports, daily NFL contests, and more. You can win great prizes. And if you sign up today and use the promo code A2D, you get five thousand dollars in bonus points and a fifty dollar value. All you gotta do is go to FanUp.app and uh, listen, man. You just listen to Willie Vegas and Money Pop Podcast. You want to make some of that cash? Fan up's the way to go, and then that way you make that cash. Yep, they'll take good care of you. Money Moss and uh, Willie V. Jimmy, I would phrase that differently, bro. I'm just putting that out there. I would, I I would definitely phrase that differently. I immediately thought of, are we talking about docking here, bro? Because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jimmy. Love you, Jimmy. <sighs> Yo, I, I, oh, I next Tuesday we got the uh, next Tuesday we got um, uh, da, 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 Blackhawks and Islanders on ESPN. Ooh. So we'll have that live reaction next week. Oh boy, Prism, mm, you're not gonna want to miss that one, bud. <laughs> no, All we're right. wrapping up now. Double zeros, actually, literally wrapping up now. We're going on to the next uh, sponsor. Yes, next sponsor that we have here. After you win some money from Willie Vegas or Money Pot. Go visit LaTerrain.com. Use the promo code A2D for 10% off because if you need a watch, you know, you want to go out to the bar and you want to show the ladies that you got some flash, hey, man, they got nice stylus watches for you. Or if you're a lady and you want to show one of the guys that you got some flash, they got them as well. And they also have ones for working out. They have ones that are just casual ones. Any kind of watch you need for any situation, LaTerrain.com, that's where you want to go. Yeah. Next up, EXP Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell a home or for a change in career and brokerage, contact Alan Foy at EXP Realty LLC or give him a call at 302-682-8820 or visit him at allen.foy at exprealty.com. Listen, man, moving or changing careers or whatever, that's a big step in life. So uh, make sure you're doing it right because you don't want to screw that up. So, Alan Foy, that's the way to go in order to make sure it's done perfectly. 
And finally, Body Check Wellness, 25% off a great line of products that use hemp and THC-free products, edibles, ointments, gummies. Rob uses them. They've done nothing but make him more focused, more clear, more balanced to go out there and get it done. That's what these are all about. All right, guys. Well, we thank you all for joining us. Thank you for hanging in with this marathon for some of you guys. Appreciate yes. you guys. We love you guys so much. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, we yeah. had to go a little longer. We we got both. We got the full you know live reactions for Penn's Lightning, and we had to stay on for the Kraken's first period. You know, oh, yeah. in the NHL oh, history, yeah. we had to. <laughs> I mean, Don Don finally got his encore. He's been asking for months. Encore. Do you want more? No. <laughs> One more period. Tonight. One more period. One more period. <laughs> No, well, no, no, no. Daddy's got to chill. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't have much uh, battery life left here on my, my laptop here. With that being said, though, guys, you enjoy the rest of the game. Let's see who wins. Will the Kraken win their first ever regular season game in history, or will the Vegas Golden Knights assert their dominance as the more older expansion and more successful expansion team of the two? Of course, that's not saying much. But still, we'll see what happens as we go along. Anyway, guys, Don Don wants three more hours. Sorry, Don Don. But uh, no, he's chanting <laughs> one more hour. I, I know, I know. One more hour. <laughs> but anyway, we thank you guys. We love you guys. Everyone who's new, everyone who just joined in, and everyone who's been here since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep it, lo keep it going. Keep the love coming to us. And we'll be here next week. We got the Islanders and we got the Blackhawks. So we got a live reaction for you that night as well. So we'll see you guys then right here on A2DRadio.com from all of us, Matt, Rob, Brian. Next week, not only live reactions, but the flyer season will begin. So we'll have to, we'll be talking about that as well. We'll see you guys then. Peace and love everyone. <laughs>